0: Welcome to the Last Word, and we are here without Lord Cognito. Actually, that's why I am doing the intro. So he's actually not feeling too well. We're going to let him recover, but we've got Travis as a co-host joining us today. How are you doing, sir?
1: McClunky. And might I just say, Cog not being here? Wow, that really didn't take long <laughs> before he abandoned his friends on the Last Word and came down with the case of too big for you, uh, Ida's Ibontis. We we all know sounds terrible. But, uh, yeah, I know. It's it's he really he can't he's Her been guy. duking all over the place, all over his room. Um he's uh he just, just don't he come back ing- from that. He has amnesia too. He can't remember anybody with fewer than twenty thousand Twitter followers. Um, oh man, that, that is the worst. Kid I've heard of that. It's a bad, yeah, it's a bad yeah. Thing. It's a really, oh, ba- no. really bad case of uh, of too big for you, Idis. He's he's just a big <laughs> shot now. So anyway, uh, let's continue introducing our guest. Uh, no, but yeah. Before
0: we go any farther, we got an awesome guest, so let's get this episode started. Welcome to The Last Word, episode 157. As we take our seats around the campfire on this warm summer evening, the world of Destiny is heating up, the sandbox has shifted, the E-A-Z is in the air, and the Vault of Glass is showing us what time lost really means. To discuss all of this and more tonight, we are joined by a very special guest. While she didn't get to spend a lot of time gaming growing up, she recently has chosen some great franchises to get lost in. Between the worlds of Zelda and Diablo, action-adventure seems to speak to her. But Destiny 2 has merged many genres and she's been hooked on clicking heads ever since. So let's welcome to the campfire a true Canadian who enjoys sipping on her Tim Hortons coffee while reading her latest book, staying cool in the summer with some advanced GG popsicles, putting on a clinic at the gym with her excellent form, losing yet winning in her own beer Olympics and shutting down (laughs) players in (laughs) Crucible since Season of the Drifter. The one, the only, very small hat, (coughs) I mean small hat, Sarah, how are you doing tonight? (laughs)
2: I'm doing really great. I'm very happy to be here.
0: <laughs> introducing. You got to do the introducing. <laughs> he and I do it different. I can't copy him. I got to do my own thing.
2: Yeah, you gotta got to have your it, own got style. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. So, Welcome. how are you doing, though? Welcome. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Didn't play much Destiny in the last week, to be honest, especially with everything going on. I'm kind of like feeling like, oh, no, like I've got so much to catch up on, but I'm excited to talk a little bit more about. Like the patch and solstice and master uh bug and yeah and you know hear what everybody else is thinking too because
0: yeah we've got a lot to talk about in destiny but we want to get to know you a little bit first a little more so anybody who <laughs> of your community is in chat or finds this later on we have a very nice lady here so first I want to actually talk about kind of your gaming history and where you get started mm-hmm. which has actually been fairly recent so I mean growing up it seemed like you didn't have a lot of access and then you kind of fell into this stuff more recently so. How has your journey through gaming been for your life so far? Like, what have you? Where, did you get to play any when you were younger at all? Got a little mm-hmm. tease, and then you got into it. So, what what's your gaming journey been like?
2: Yeah. So, growing up, like we just didn't have any consoles. Like, it wasn't. I was. I didn't have a huge interest in gaming. We moved around a lot, so um, I didn't really know a ton of people that were into any forms of gaming. My dad did, however, have a NES and one singular. Uh, Mario games. So we played quite a bit of that. Uh, And I played it with my grandma. Actually, she was really good at it. Um, So played a certain amount of that. My brother, uh, who's quite a bit younger than me, he got a uh, Nintendo DS. And so I would occasionally play on that, some Pokemon games. And we had a PlayStation, which I was allowed very, very little time on, but it was usually just like some basic racing games. I was never very good. Um, And I would often, like, lose interest pretty quickly, not knowing how to, like, progress in levels or um, stuff like that. So I just kind of, like, dabbled. And then in my last relationship, actually, it was my ex that got me into gaming. So Mm. um, we started playing on his Xbox, and I started playing Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. Um, And then... We built my PC in 2019 after I started playing around on his. And I did, uh, I like made a Steam account and started playing Destiny 2 on his computer because he was like, I think you're really going to like it based on the games that we've been playing. And he was really passionate about it. So it became something that we played together. And then we built my first PC, which I'm still running most of the same things that I built it with in 2019. That's not that old. That's not that that big. You're like, 2019, my two-year-old PC. God, so old. I mean, to be fair, with how quickly everything progresses, oh I mean, man, fair, technology! I just can't keep up. Yeah, I also didn't stream at the time, so pretty impressive. People thought it
1: was streaming in mind. That's the important. Yeah, thing. yeah That's, I,
2: I did, you know. I didn't. I had no ambitions of streaming. I'd never. I didn't know what Twitch was when I started gaming. So, um, so yeah, so and then your ex
1: introduced you into Destiny, huh?
2: Yes, yes. At least he's so good, we were good for together, something. That knucklehead. We were together for six years. <laughs> he introduced me to a lot of my hobbies. No regrets. Um, and yeah, it was a big thing that we did together as well. And then, um, I started to kind of feel like I wanted to meet more people in the community that I resonated with personally, rather than just through his gaming friends. And I wanted to kind of meet, you know, my own group of people to hang out with. And so that's why I started streaming. But I, when I started streaming, like I did not spend time on Twitch. Like I had no idea what I was getting myself to do was super spontaneous. I literally was like, I'm going to start streaming. And I went to the store, bought their last. Their last webcam, I remember, I had to ask for it because it was behind the counter. Oh, man. And I started streaming the next day and like it was just super spontaneous. I told my family and friends about it and they started supporting me. And this was uh, June of last year. So, I yeah. mean,
3: yeah, you've
0: been strapped to a rocket for a year then. That's impressive.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty wild. <laughs>
3: That's
0: crazy. So,
2: yeah. I would say that's pretty, that pretty much sums up the journey. But uh, pretty much once I started gaming more regularly, uh, it, I've been hooked ever since. I can't not have something on the go. And I play around with a lot of different games off stream as well, even though I primarily play Destiny 2 on stream. Um, yeah. I nice. saw one of your
1: favorite games was Elder Scrolls Online. Have you played yes. the new Blackwood expansion?
2: <clears throat> so I actually can't have both Destiny 2 and ESO on my computer at the same time. <laughs> 2019 PC
1: man. 2019 PC holding you back over here
2: (sighs) they like have to be on my C drive and I just don't have a space to have both because it just doesn't run well uh, otherwise and the graphics in that game are really good so (laughs) you know you don't want to be playing on like you know terrible graphics so I have put ESO on hold I have not touched it in about a year Um, so I haven't most recent expansion that I think I dabbled in was where they introduced dragons whichever one that was i don't yeah. remember the name of it but somerset? i dabbled in that one yeah somerset i think yeah. yep that sounds right yeah. it's a good but, game. Uh, it's yeah i, I, I also wish didn't I... have a lot of friends that played it and i think it is one of those games it's good to have friends to do dungeons with and yeah so
1: yeah it's one of those Eventually. games that i always boot up regularly and i try to uh, get into it. And then I just There's, always fall off the wagon because it's I just such s- a big game. It's huge. Just, it can take your whole life if you're not
2: careful. Uh, oh my gosh. I get so sidetracked with quests. Like, and then I'm like, I I haven't accomplished anything in six hours of gaming, but it's fine. Like, I mean, that's what I, I love games like that, but I do get a bit overwhelmed sometimes. And I'm like, I yeah. don't know where to, that's where to why, start if I get so behind. To
0: Black Wings and shout out in chat. One of the reasons why I'm always afraid to touch the witcher. I've heard Witcher uh, 3 is an amazing game. Like, the show uh, is really good. The Witcher has an end,
2: I forgot to mention. The Witcher has an end. There is an end. There is an
0: end, yes. But okay, it is large from what I've heard.
2: So it I'm is. the type of person, like, I do get very, like, into games. And I get super sidetracked. And I like to finish them. And I did The Witcher in about 120 hours. The Witcher 3. So that's where like I would basically like I pretty well stuck to the main story, but I would like between each like main story quest, I would go do a few side quests to switch things up a little bit. Because once I'm done the main quest, I have a hard time going back and just doing because I'm like, well, there's no purpose now. Like I like to have a set goal. So like for me, it's like, okay, introduce me like a new main quest. And yeah, I'm back in the game. I'll do more story, like more side quests. I'll go exploring more. But um, other than that, like for me, it's like I like to have that end goal. So I will. I like split up the main quest with a bunch of side quests and it took me about a, a about 120 hours and I played the entire thing last year in like March when quarantine started and e, that I like one's
1: worth it, literally that dated I, I dated
2: The Witcher 3 for about 2 weeks like I did not do <laughs> anything else. I you would not I didn't go to the gym. I didn't eat. I like so literally this is
1: how she lost her ex. We get it now. It yeah. was the no, Witcher. he supported
2: me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little jealous of Geralt, but you know. I mean, yeah. have you seen
0: Henry Cavill? I think everybody <laughs> has. You seen so. him?
2: Yeah. He's a bit. Yeah, the yeah. show is so, so good too. Highly recommend the Witcher three though. So good. And two. So good.
1: Play two. You can skip one. I didn't play two, I give but you per- I give you permission to skip one. Two is kind of hard to get into just because it's a little outdated, but the story is so good. And then three is obviously just like one of the best mm-hmm. games ever. It's one of no. I, I think I did literally every side quest in that game. It took me like six months of playing every day i I think it was was like 300 hours or something like that maybe a little more yeah
0: so yeah that's what's daunting because like trying to do content at all and keep destiny
1: for 5 hours
0: that's the problem (laughs) destiny occupies so much of your time like i have to force myself to go do variety which has been healthy to take breaks from destiny believe me after covering it for so long but it's like i'm working through mass effect and even i finished mass effect one so i'm third of the way done I'm, I oh, got yeah. through the worst one from what I understand. The, the world building the is really one. cool. And that's the thing is like, I'm kind of like you guys. It's like I started and it's like, yeah, here's the quest. But there's some side quests you can do. The side quest in Mass Effect 1, those were fairly repetitive. But it was like, mm. but every time you'd like, it was the actions of what you would do were like repetitive. And I'm like. Okay, but then you'd get into a conversation and those were the best parts of Mass Effect 1. I'm like, all right, this is legit, like, cool. The world that it was building and then the fact that I know there's two more to go with it is going to be really cool. But, man, that was even a decent chunk hours and every so often it's just it, the idea of, like, Witcher. That's a 100 plus. It's it's just a lot. So, so it's somewhere at some point. I joked with uh, Blackwing. So I was like, if I ever do, like, a charity stream... And there's like a decent milestone. If we hit that, I might throw it out there as like a reach goal. And he's like, dude, you just give me the day and the number. We'll get there. So,
2: seriously, got, it's so fun. You'd love it. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Well, sometimes I forget you only play Destiny. I play a lot. That's lo- one way to live. I don't only play. I used to only play
0: because I missed like Breath of the Wild mostly. I played like seven hours of that and I need to go back and play that. I've missed well, a lot like over the years. 200
2: some hours in that yeah. game. I've, I've missed so, so many, many things
0: because of Destiny. That's why I've like, when we when destiny is now like a Tuesday game or now it's like I'll play you in a month game, which we'll get to in a little bit. Like now is the time when I can go enjoy other stuff. So I'm honestly yeah. happy we're kind of at that state now. Um Yeah. But yeah. Speaking of kind of your history with destiny as well. You how did you two things? One, you started with your ex. You guys must have like ended on amicable terms because if your ex like is like this is his focus and we're going to play the game together and then you're not with him anymore. To still play (laughs) the game, like, Uh, there's got to be a transition there. Like, how did that work out?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, it was, like... So, like, we were together for a long time, and we didn't necessarily end on on amicable terms. Everything's fine now, but it it was... Destiny became more than just about our relationship at that point. Like, I, I did meet more people through streaming, started playing with other people. I'd play on my own a lot. Like, he would play on his own a lot. Um, We were in the same clan at the time. I ended up leaving the clan and just, like, meeting new people. And it was fine. It was, like... Weirdly enough, I've only ever matched him once, even though we live in the same city.
0: <laughs> in Crucible? I hope it's crucible. Yeah, only Did once you I please left. tell me you beat him? Oh, come on. No, I left. Oh it no. You left the it
2: lobby? no. It was too fresh. It was too fresh uh, at the time.
0: Uh, <laughs> if but, that ever happens again, we need the tweet and be like, crush uh, them. We do. <laughs>
1: crushed we need, him. We need the no. kill clips. <laughs> <laughs> and back him. We need that.
2: So much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no, my control key broke. I don't know what happened. And
1: I was like, <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, no, it was. It just became. It became more than that. And like, I, I by the time we split, like I had, I'd been playing the game for a couple of years, no. so. Um, so yeah, it was. It became more than that, and obviously by this point too, because uh, we split last October. I had like a platform on Twitch too, so like I was, yeah, I'd met a, I met a lot of new people by last October. So I Love mean that was before temporary. that was destiny before I like forever. really took off. But like yeah, exactly. Yeah, destiny is forever. Oh, the, my and God. That,
0: that's part of it. I was like, I kind of figured you. I mean, you had grown, you explored on Twitch, like you had a reason yeah. to stay. But the other, yeah. you started in season of the Drifter. How does somebody start in Drifter and be like, this is where I want to spend a lot of my time. (laughs) This this is the
3: game. But
2: like, put yourself in my shoes for a second. Like, I have no experience with FPS games. Like, I, this Mm. was such a new realm to me. This was like my first like major PC game on PC. I think before Destiny 2, I was playing Elder Scrolls Online. Actually, no, I think I started playing Elder Scrolls after I was playing the Destiny. Um, But I was playing Elder Scrolls Online around the same time. And then before that, I played a little bit of Path of Exile, which is like a really different game to get into. Diablo,
0: yeah. So,
2: yeah, very much Diablo style. And uh, so then Destiny 2 was like the first game that had like all this movement. And um, I hadn't tried Warframe yet at the time. So like very different type of game and i was terrible like i guys i didn't even know how to you, work a mouse and keyboard like i had no clue what i was she's doing she's come a
0: long way ladies and gentlemen
2: so this was <laughs> early 2019 so that that was me so i was like just exploring the storyline and uh just doing pve stuff like i was a strikes gamer right like i at the very beginning like that was what i was doing i i played gambit for a while which was a big step for me playing with other people like matchmaking and like it being more competitive. That was a big step for me. So and then me going into Crucible, that was just like, I remember I was so nervous and like I had no clue what I was doing. I was, I was really bad. I was double primarying for a long time. And then, I don't know, something clicked. I started watching other people play. And uh, yeah, I now I'm, I'm I've been a PvP main for over a year. Like it's been, A year and a half, two years, almost like I only stayed in the PVE realm for about six months before I was bored.
0: What clicked? What made that switch? Because obviously you're starting in strikes. You've done Zeldas and Elder Scrolls, (laughs) a lot more PVE generally focused things. Mm -hmm. When did you switch over? Is it just like your progression of like, I'm picking up this quick and people are dying on account of my clicks or like what started you down the path of PVP so hard? Because obviously if you're a main now, that's a thing.
2: I think for me, it was actually, it's my competitive side. Like I grew up playing sports. I played lacrosse for eight years. Like I am super competitive and I love winning. (laughs) I love winning, but I also love challenging myself and getting better at something. And I think with PVP, because I was starting from nothing, I saw myself get better in very obvious ways and it's like you're it's represented by numbers right like you can watch your your kd go up you can watch your number of kills go up you like you know you try out weapons that you're and then you're like oh shit like i'm really good with this type of weapon and like it was just i think for me it was it was i loved to see that progress and feel like i was getting better like so it was personal it was i was being competitive with myself but also winning or like also it was it was just really bringing out my competitive side and you don't get that in pve you don't get that at all so or at least i didn't um so yeah that i think was the biggest thing for me
1: nice so yeah. you went from training rules to try hard in like six months or so
2: i <laughs> uh, i mean yeah i guess so um I wasn't that good right away. I started I didn't probably didn't play my first PvP match until six months into playing Destiny Two. And then and then I basically just stuck with it from there. I remember I would just like get up in the morning and drink my coffee because I was uh either in school or I was serving at the time. And so I worked in the evenings. And I'd get up and drink coffee and I would turn on some music and I would just vibe out in some six v six. It was great. Just by mm. myself, because at the time I didn't have my very many gaming friends. So it was just yeah, so
1: <laughs> quite a little awesome. journey.
2: It's been a journey. It's a
1: great story.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but like my Shaq's experience proud. is a lot is a lot different from other people because I just don't. I I never played FES games bef- like prior to this like at all. So
0: there are a yeah. lot of people who are not thrilled. Be like, I've been doing this for years, and she can kick my butt. Yes, she can. <laughs> But that's one of those things, like you really did pick it up fast. Cause I know some people, it's like picking up a mouse and keyboard is very, mm-hmm. very foreign to play, much less like cause you know, some people grew up with, you know, even two thumbsticks on controller, depending on how you play, is mm-hmm. difficult if you haven't picked up like one going one way and just a whole lot. So the fact that you picked it up is for one impressive and two just kind of goes to show for your resilience. But that also kind of goes into a little off-beaten topic I wanted to kind of touch on as well is fitness for you. Mm -hmm. Seems definitely to be like a big thing I see through your Twitter thread and I think that's really cool but I was kind of I got a tease of it as you've done sports for so long but sports lacrosse have you always been into that more did you get into like feels like you're almost into more like lifting weights and like like heavier Mm -hmm. intensity now like how's your progression been through just you know staying fit and healthy for you.
2: Uh, yeah. So my fitness journey started when I was quite young. Like I've always played sports. Um, I've dabbled in pretty much every sport you can think of, but I started playing lacrosse competitively, which in Canada it's box lacrosse, not just what? field lacrosse. So we have both. So box lacrosse is like you play in like a hockey arena, but you're running. So it's in hockey off season. So a lot of people of who play hockey, hockey <laughs> a lot of people who play hockey, do lacrosse in off season. Cause it's great conditioning and it keeps them in shape. Um, Makes sense, yeah. But it's like you have gear on, like it's like very, very rough. Uh it's a rough sport compared to field lacrosse, which is the one that I think most people in the states would know about. Um yeah. which that one's more of like a summer sport, whereas lacrosse is like a spring early summer sport. It's only a few months long. Now and I see uh, how your
1: competitive side developed. Yeah, yep.
2: yeah. <laughs> so played that for a long time. Um, so I was really into running when I was younger. I've run like a couple 10K half marathons. And then I started lifting once again, my ex introduced me to lifting early on in our relationship, which was about, uh, so this was six years ago. I've been lifting for about six years now. And, um, I've always been like, I started, well, I started lifting in high school casually because that was part of our training and conditioning for lacrosse. But then I really got into it in my early twenties and, um, I've dabbled in powerlifting, some Olympic lifting, um and at one point I was like full on doing like bulks cuts I was counting macros like I've literally been to every extreme and I was gymming 6 days a week my gym sessions were like 2 plus hours long like uh, Yeah it was for me it was like a it was my life like it was a lifestyle. Um, oh you know that now, hard.
1: Yeah me too me too big Yeah.
2: Now <laughs> I'm at the point where I just I just do it because I enjoy it I like feeling strong I do it to maintain my muscle Um, and because I know that it's gonna help me with my longevity uh, in my life. Uh, it's good for your bones. Like it's, I just Mm -hmm. feel better. I feel like my joints work better. Like I feel more, more competent and capable. I'm, I'm a five foot two female. I like to feel like I'm strong. Right. So I, yeah. So, um, so yeah, now I just like, I go like two to three times a week right now, like nothing too crazy. Um, And I've never done any like official like nutrition or exercise, uh, like training, but I, um, have learned a lot over my six years of lifting. Like there's so much information out there. So I've learned a lot. So I like to share a certain amount of it, but, um, but yeah, I, my cardio sucks now. I used to be a runner. I'm not anymore. (laughs) And, uh. I pretty much just lift heavy weights and put them back out again. So. <laughs> that is it. totally yeah. fair.
0: No, like I, I literally, my wife and I have been lifting kind of a way to stay relatively reasonable in the moment, like the last year being stuck at home and mm-hmm. we have at least enough weights at home to do it. And then every soft, just this last couple of days we did legs and like, you know, we'll you'll do heavy stuff here and there. We have a friend. He actually got a squat rack set up in one of his rooms. We actually nice. have a way to do that, which is not an easy thing for home stuff, but he actually, we kind of do that on the weekends, but like, the one that ruins me, it's always uh, like a lot, like high volume lunges for whatever yes, reason. Totally. Like I'm sitting in this chair right now. When I go to get up, I'm just going to moan like an old man. And then when I go to sit down, my butt is still sore two days later. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's just one of those things. But it is one of those weird ones. It doesn't have to be the heaviest thing. Like, you know, we'll dead and we'll squat, you know, do the big stuff. And then it's just like two 15 pounders and just, but it was like 75 on each leg. And by the time you're done, it's just like. I'm going to, and it's just so much worse. But it's one of those things you figure out. Yeah, like, yeah, I can lift some heavy stuff, and then you do the the light stuff, just ruins you. And you're like, yep, that's just humbling. I'm back to normal.
2: I did lunges literally today, so I, I feel you. <sighs>
0: Sorry for tomorrow, because that's going to be fun.
2: Yeah, yeah. Travis, mm-hmm.
0: what's your uh, fitness routine?
2: Uh, <laughs> He's like, I play games pockets?
0: and try and stay
1: awake. <laughs> yeah, no, I have uh... pockets. Yeah. <laughs> No, I jog. I run. I run okay. like 15, nice. 20 miles a day. That's been my. I can't. I can't yeah. do lifting like you guys. I don't have the, the body. There's a it. different my nerve physique. Yeah. Work. <laughs>
2: anyway. There's a different amount of like endorphins you get from running, though. I do miss yes. it. I like. I'd like to get back into it a certain amount because yeah, the endorphins you get from cardio. Yeah, it, I do. There, it, lifting doesn't quite give me the same rush.
0: They talk about, like, the runner's high, too. And people are like, yeah, I signed up real. for a video game podcast. What the hell are you guys talking about right now? <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like the runner's question. high. It's now a
2: lifestyle podcast. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, like, that runner's high is one of those things people, like, joke about. And I've hit the runner's wall. That sucks, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, the runner's high is some of one of those things. I do fitness kickboxing, too. So that one's yeah. always a lot of fun. But every so often it's like you either have good days, but sometimes whether you're in at the moment or you're going or if you were running, you just kind of hit that perfect song and you're just like. You go. I love that. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I haven't run in a while either. Cause I did, uh, it was a Spartan beast. So it ended up being about 15 miles and about two thirds of the way through my t band just like lit up and I was like walking for the rest of it. And I haven't been running much since. So that's why I try and do less distance And the kickboxing still definitely will destroy me for cardio. So it works.
2: Yeah. Just let that heal up.
0: Yeah. Well, one more piece before we get into the current activities, back to the thing of destiny cuz that tangent had to happen. Um mm-hmm. classes for destiny seems like you've mm-hmm, kind yeah. of touched on them all but she's um, a titan now. She is in the she's one with the titans right now. So kind yeah. of wanted to see if you have like a favorite that you've experienced or just like why you're on the titan now if you're just kind of in a cycle. What's the what's the love of the classes? I... How you feeling about them?
2: yeah it's really just like depends on the meta i think that the meta makes a big difference for me and like how i make my builds uh depending on the meta is huge so for me slug shotties just feel really good on my titan build like i get going with my chap my my chaperone and i've got my dude marchers on with bottom tree hammers and it just feels good feels good i yeah it's just fun it's a really fun build um that being said i was a hunter main for a long time that's what i started on and I didn't switch to another any other classes until last year, actually. I finally made a warlock, male warlock, which was my first mistake. But it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Where is
0: Cognito <laughs> when you say these things? Oh, our guest needs to be here. Our, yeah, my co-host needs to be He's a, he's a diehard warlock. Uh, so when you're like, I made a male warlock and it was wrong. <sighs> yeah,
2: I'm going to
1: have yeah. to clip this one later Sorry. for him. He's just got to hey, see when that. When you're talking about warlocks, I think you have to call it die easy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Bosses. Okay. No, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. There you go. Funny. Yeah. Very funny. So I, so I I mained warlock for quite a while, and it was actually I was maining warlock when I started streaming last June, and mm. I was I was like a, I, I was an Ephydian's warlock on Nova Bomb actually,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, that's when I started learning how to snipe. So I found it easier to learn how to snipe on a warlock than a hunter, and so I basically mastered sniping last year. Um, I was a sniper main for quite a while, uh, and <laughs> this was when like Revoker was still a thing, so I got Revoker. Like mm. you know, it's a good way to learn stuff. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then I kind of started switching back and forth. Went back to Hunter for a while, then finally made a Titan. Didn't spend any time on Titan until I think like early this year when I I started scrimming in uh, like last September. or So I started with Scrim Queens and then i joined the band cam girls which is uh was at the time a scrimming clan we don't scrim much these days just because of the current metas and we just haven't a lot of people aren't playing the game at the moment which is fine but um but i was scrimming a lot and i realized that i wanted to be able to um because of scrim rules you need to be able to adapt to like a lot of different play styles so if somebody else only plays you know dawnblade warlock with beloved and dire promise, you need to be able to adapt to be like, okay, no problem. Like I can use thorn and shotgun on a Titan, like no problem. So for me, it was about wanting to just be comfortable on all all classes. So that's what I did. And I started just playing all three on a weekly basis. And I just would rotate through all three of them all the time. And I just like every day I'd get on and be like, oh, what do I feel like playing today? And we would switch it up. And sometimes I would get chat to vote for me just to make a decision. And um, yeah, so that's that's kind of how I do it now. I just play on all three every single week, depending on the map for Trials too. Like I literally, every weekend, like I usually try to get flawless on all three characters, but otherwise it's like just whichever character is playing the best. <laughs> oh, I get carried, it's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. You're you're part of a team there, don't, don't give <laughs> yourself credit.
2: But yeah, it's it depends on the map, like I, I just kind of switch it up depending. Currently, I think I'm having the most fun on Titan. It was funny. Someone came into my chat last week and was like, why do all girls play on Titan? I was like,
0: That's a ridiculous statement, but yes, continue. uh,
2: Yeah, I was like, First of all, I'm not sure what me being a girl has to do with me playing on Titan, but also we don't. like I And it was funny because it was like literally right after I'd literally just switched to my Titan from Hunter. And I was like, but when I'm playing on Hunter, people are like, why do all girls play Hunter? And I'm like, man, you just can't win. Like, it was just such a silly. But now every time I'm like, yeah, Titan's my favorite right now. I'm like all self-conscious about it. Like, is that... Stereotypical typical of me. That, that I don't has know. That's not
1: been my experience. No, I was like, Xbox most of I've the stuff I listen to,
0: a lot of PvP people, especially in general, guy or girl, tend to lean Hunter, period. That's just what I, I, I hear for a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, you look
2: at the stats. Like, yeah, especially casual players, I find most are on Hunter. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway. Zoe is like, why do all girls play insert anything? They're just going to try yeah. and stare at, there's a girl playing a video game? A stereotype.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it just, yeah, I was like, I, I don't I didn't want to honestly harp on that stuff, but I was gonna say is like just wanted to give you props if nothing else, because being a female in the gaming and streaming and all of that community, you gotta have some thick skin in the first place. But just I seems like you got a community like coming through chat and everything. But it's like it's not an easy thing to do. People can no. give it a hard time. There's jokes about, you know, some of the stuff you see on Twitch and stuff getting banned, and you can think about that all you want. But just somebody who wants to actually be like, hey, I want to play games on Twitch. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff that The other side is not even going to think about that you have to deal with. And it's just not asking too many questions. Just going to say props to you for actually doing everything that you do. Because
2: at the end of the day, uh, like as uh, in any kind of, um, you know, more like. Like, like as a woman, like from my experience, like you can't win. You're like your, your People come after you, whether you do or you don't. Like, no matter what you do, there's something. That people want to say something. And that's a, being a content creator in general is like that. You can't be perfect. You, you can't win. There's always going to be people that have something to say and are trying to bring you down just because they want to make you feel like shit. Like, that's just the way it is. Um, and yeah. I will be honest, I definitely don't have the thickest of skin uh, all the time because I'm human. And I'm also a very empathetic human, which means that words hurt. Like, it's just the way that it is. Um, but I also don't think that, you know, like like that's OK. Like, I can still be a content creator without perfectly thick skin. It's it's, you know, I can stand up for myself and I can um, it's OK for me to feel hurt by certain things, even though it's expected. And yeah, we just kind of my community is really great and they always have my back and you know, it just helps really weed out the, the shitty ones. You know, you're like, oh, OK, yeah. you know what? You're not cool. Yes, let's, let's get you out of there. I, <laughs> like, that's yeah. the biggest thing is like sure, you just got to be quick that.
0: on the uh, quick on the delete yeah. button for some people. And just be yeah, like, you're I not just, worth my time. Just see you.
2: If you're making me uncomfortable, I'm going to ban you. Like I am under no obligation to keep you here. And that's one thing I love about streaming is I have full control over who stays and who doesn't.
1: That, oh, you're yeah. right about, you know, not being able to win, but you can mm-hmm. win at Crucible
2: can win a crucible is the
1: ultimate revenge i think isn't it uh speaking of which i had a question for you and let's Mm -hmm. make this a segment we'll call the segment let's help ebontus that's (laughs) the name of the segment (laughs) all right and the the segment is uh give me your top tip for not sucking at crucible what is one thing that sort of like helped you Mm. kind of turn that corner to to not being like you know the ebontuses of the world basically (laughs) (laughs)
2: What? Tip. There's so many good tips.
0: I got my notepad over here. Hold on, let me get my legal pad. I'm ready.
2: Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of like the, the ones that like really clicked with me early on. Um,
0: tip number one. I'm ready.
2: Probably. Oh, my God. Okay, can I give two top go, tips? Go three. Go three. Okay. got space. Yeah. I'll, so I'll the t- give one too. I'll so give my top tip. One of mine is positioning was a big one and like major cues was like staying along walls try not to just be in an open space all the time just you know hugging walls um you know you know peeking corners slowly um peeking with your teammates like those are really important positioning cues um also if you're sniping um peekers advantage so another like positioning cue Uh, um and then the other one is probably Oh, I've totally forgotten it now that I said that one. Um, oh, knowing when to enga- when to engage, when to continue engaging and when to pull back, when to disengage. That was a big one. So, um, you know, if knowing that if you've missed a shot and you're up against someone who's really good at three taps, like you get out of there and heal. You get out of there and heal and get back to your teammates. Or if you're um, you know you're better than them, like being able to stay in the engagement longer, even though you're down to like one tiny tiny health because you know you can win. So there's that was a big thing, knowing because for a long time I would disengage too quickly. And I remember people being like, like Sarah, you could have won that. Like why'd you disengage? Like why'd you run away? And I was like, I don't know. They hit me and I was low. And they were like, yeah, but if you'd stuck through it, just on your, you know, strafing, like you would have had it in the bag. Like, and then there's certain times where a trade is really good too. Like in trials, sometimes just getting a trade is better than nothing. So, knowing when to engage and disengage and positioning are probably, like, my two top tips. Nice. Yeah. Travis. Those were, like, ones that, like, really clicked with me. Yeah,
0: positioning makes okay. sense a lot, but, like, when to when to know when you may have lost a battle so you can go win the war seems to be, like, mm-hmm. a bigger thing that totally. I sometimes catch myself doing. Sometimes just throw my body out there. I'm, like, I'm just trying to knock out bounties. I don't even care. But if I'm actually conscious so about like- it and start playing for a little while, that is one of those things that I notice. It's, like as you said sometimes you think like oh i'm being too cautious i could have been in there a little more or on the other side it's like that was stupid i should have pulled back because i had the opportunity mm-hmm.
2: to yep yep
1: yeah i think positioning is when the game is working correctly aka like not when stasis was a thing Positioning is like the key to GLs winning.
2: also mess up positioning as well
1: yeah yeah exactly but the the um like the whole positioning game when gunplay is what wins rather than, you know, a single powers that freeze you and then kill you uh, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to get out of that mindset. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think positioning is very important. And so I think my top tip, like the thing that made me in destiny anyway, go from like being, you know, decently good to okay uh, to being like very good, especially back in the D one days was uh, my group of friends has something called the two second rule. Which oh, is, I was gonna
2: that was my that yeah. was gonna be my third one, the two-second yeah, rule. The two yeah, yeah, second yeah. rule. So Huge.
1: that's that's I can't Big remember. Big for who, sniping who, too.
2: Like if you're trying yeah, to learn how to snipe.
1: Especially I can't remember who coined yeah. that. Was it Astacross or someone I, I, I can't? I wanna remember say who it was Astacross. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Somebody coined this term, but and then basically Ascended
0: Nomad, the, I feel like did a video on that too. I've heard yeah, I've maybe heard maybe It's definitely
2: gotten a lot more traction. One person like definitely did it first, but I don't I I think it was Astacross, but
1: I can't remember who it is. But anyway, the two-second rule, if you don't know what it is, is that if you're standing somewhere in crucible and you have been standing there for more than two seconds it actually no longer makes sense for you to stand there because all you're doing is giving the other team more information and you're giving them the ability to kind of control the battle because they know where you're mm-hmm. at you're a known quantity and all you're doing is kind of just like taking up space but if you're constantly changing your positioning you keep them playing guessing with their radar you, yeah yep. playing with their radar and you get to you get to control the combat on your own terms and that's like I think the most important thing to winning crucible is to just like don't just stand there and like expect to win just by you know team shooting and like hard scoping and, and doing like a static kind of push you need to be like dynamic and willing to roll with the punches and do stuff that they're not expecting and uh once i started playing that way it was just so much uh easier to win to, to win uh crucible matches so that's my talk
2: yeah yeah 100 percent agree And I mean, it also, that rule, if you can follow that rule, it also avoids the game feeling slow because if you just stand in one spot, like, sure, maybe on certain maps and in certain metas, standing in one spot the whole game and team shooting is going to get you where you need to be, like with DMT and GLs and stasis, Mm -hmm. but it makes the game so slow and boring, so if you don't want to play slow and boring follow the tool second rule it'll make you better at the game in the long run so that no matter what meta you come across you can win and it keeps it interesting so
0: on the other side on more specifics do you guys have any tips when it comes to somebody who wants to get better at sniping and somebody wants to get better at shotgunning because those are kind of two extremes of
1: the special weapons i'll take shotgunning on this one you can uh sure
2: you can, you Um, can take sniping yeah, I recently went back to shotgunning mostly. I'm trying to get back into sniping again. Um, since the flinch changes, I definitely stopped sniping a little bit. Like I I I didn't notice a huge change in my skill level, but um but I decided I was just more consistent with my shotgun. But when I first started learning how to snipe, two second roll was one thing. Um, that was a big one because positioning and when you're sniping is so different than as a shotgunner. Um your positioning is is Super different. So it's learning the lanes on each map, which sometimes can take a couple games. So if you're going into trials, learning the lanes that people are peeking. Um, a lot of times they'll peek the same lanes over and over again. Let's keep to that two second rule though. Change up your lane that you're peeking. Um, don't get stuck in your scope too long. Um, and don't run around with your sniper out. Do not run around with your sniper out. Keep your primary out. Your primary should still be your number one weapon that you're trying to use um use your sniper as a as a, a as a su- it's supplementary to your primary um because team shooting is still definitely a big thing uh if you're going for that first pick though make sure you get to that lane fast before the other team um and yeah just try and figure out where they're peeking. As far as the aiming goes, it just comes with time. I just, and my rule is that if you really want to learn how to snipe, get into a, just keep going into 6v6 games. Don't put your sniper down. Even though I just said, put your sniper down in like more competitive game modes. If you're learning how to aim with your sniper, just don't put it down. Keep, keep your sniper out and just keep trying to click heads because it you'll figure out where that hitbox is. Um, And every sniper is different. So maybe for the first little while, just stick to one with the same zoom, the zoom, same scope and um, get comfortable with it before you start switching it up. So or it's probably... good
1: tips. Yeah. Uh, my tips for shotgun are uh, become one with the ape. Try to make like animalistic monkey sounds while you're ooh, running ooh, around uh-huh. with your shotgun. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, no, um, <laughs> no. My, my actual uh, tip is kind of similar to yours actually for shotguns, which is I feel like when people say like, "Oh, I'm running shotgun," you know, they take their shotgun out as soon as the match starts and they start running, yep. and that might win. That might win the day for like the first round. You do it if you're really just doing a hard push. But sooner or later, if the team is worth their salt at all, they they know the score and they back up on you. And then if you run around a corner with a shotgun, you just get blasted before you can get close to them. So it's really yeah. don't rely on your shotgun as primary ammo. Like that's the key is to find a, a primary that's useful and complements mm-hmm. shotgun well, is good at me- medium yes. range. And then wait for uh, opportunities when somebody's running around a corner recklessly or uh, thinks that they have you in a corner because they hit you with a grenade or something like that. And then you pull out your shotgun and you turn the tables on them really quickly. And it's good at, uh, th- that's kind of the main advantage of the shotgun is when things get tight and your uh, your opponents think that they have you, you can one-shot them. And that's mm-hmm. how I use, I, I run around with Chaperone or uh, Duality uh, and, and just, you know, uh, <laughs> to tap people at medium, yep. medium and close range whenever they uh, they think they've got me. Uh, and I think that's that's the the best way. At least for me, that's what works with using a shotgun is to be yeah. humble and don't use it as your primary ammo. Wait, wait I think for those the, opportunities.
2: Agreed. I think the other thing that's applicable to both, uh, an accompaniment to any special weapon, um, is always be ready with your primary right after you take a shot. Yes. So for me, that was the biggest thing is I don't try to go for a double body. If I get a body, I I already have my my primary out. Um, ready, and then sometimes I'll click ahead, and I'll have my primary out. It also helps if there's two enemies there. Well, maybe one you didn't see. You've got your primary out, ready to go in case you have no sniper ammo left, so or shotgun ammo, whatever it is, and then you're ready to quickly follow up with your primary. So quick swapping between your uh, energy weapon or sorry, your your special weapon and your primary weapon is huge. Like pull out that primary right away. Don't be prepared to do a double body because it's a waste of ammo first of all. Usually, if you've bodied them, you can clean it up with your primary, um, but also it just better prepares you in case there's more enemies and then you can team shoot as well. So that's a big one for me on both shotgunning and sniping.
1: Hard to go wrong with those. Yeah. There you go, E. So this has been Let's Help Bontus, a new segment on The Last Word that we're going to do every week, I assume.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Depends on the guest, but definitely having a Crucible focused Lady on here is a good time to do that. So... Thank you for that, I'm by the way. I'm not even that good. You'd beat me, I'm pretty sure.
2: I'm average.
0: And humble, apparently, so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm addicted to segments. So
0: Travis is addicted to segments, True. transitions, and runs of show. Yeah, <laughs> I like format, okay? I like format. He's like, I need bullet points here. Come on, we gotta work through this thing in order. He's like, do you ever uh, run a show? And I'm like, we got a general idea. It's like, we just typically let it flow, so. Uh, yeah, close enough. But, as for kind of The actual activities going on in this game that we're playing currently, depending on if you're playing it (laughs) that actively or not, I don't think anybody could miss the big Twitter post. I think it was Wednesday in green the wonderful yes. tease for what is coming in the future. So I wanted to get your guys' takes. Uh, Sarah, you get to go first since you are the special <sighs> guest. So Ooh. okay, what is? Yeah. what are your thoughts about any of it? Because, you know, first time being, we talk about this stuff all the time, but it's like first time being on the show, thoughts about anything that could be coming on the 24th or in the future, table's yours. So go nuts.
2: <laughs> I have no idea. I uh, Being someone who never, I never played D1. I, I honestly have no clue what's going on with this story most of the time. I'll be honest with you. I'm a such true Crucible a, player. A true PvP
1: game. <laughs> I don't know
2: There's what's a happening
1: story the story. in this game.
2: <laughs> if I didn't have a Conqueror title and I didn't have a day one Bog emblem, I would be like, I, I don't PvE ever. But I, I do occasionally, but I still don't know what's happening in the story. So I really have no idea. I know that they haven't really done these kinds of teasers recently or like at all. So, like, lately. Um, So, but I have no idea what's to come. I also am at the point in this game where I just keep a very open mind and I try to manage my expectations just so that I'm not disappointed because I think um, the community as a whole can get super worked up and excited and have high expectations for things and they're kind of let down when it's just like, not what they expected or not what they'd hoped for. And if I manage my expectations and I just, you know, I'm like, I'm curious, but I could be really nothing. Then usually I'm surprised and I'm pleased by the outcome. So that's where I'm at with it. I I don't have any clue what it means. I'm behind on my story missions, actually. I haven't done the most recent. Uh, it's <laughs> I good. think the last season, I missed. Yeah, but this... it's been good. Yeah. I still don't really know what's going on, but I haven't, I've only missed two so far. So <laughs> anyway,
1: I, I have a lot of thoughts. So I'm. Well, weird before you that. go, let me ask Sarah go one
0: ahead. more thing. Uh, When it comes to Witch Queen, as expansions obviously are substantial to the game, Shadow Mm -hmm. Keeps, Beyond Light, and then potentially Witch Queen or whatever the hell they're going to call it, because that name, I don't know if it's going to stay. What do you want from it? Being a PvP main, especially.
2: PvP maps.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, I mean, this is a T-ball question, but it was like for you, I mean, (laughs) as a PvP player who like, you know, what's going to help keep you invested? What's going to help make the, you know... What's going to help you stay in the game more, as opposed to when you said maybe anti-cheat I
2: don't... maps? That's really it. That's all I really care about right now: anti-cheat and maps. <laughs> Short list. I don't, nice. Bravo. I, I'm, I'm, I'm again. I'm managing my expectations. I don't. I'm not asking for a lot. And at this point, being someone who again didn't play D1, I'd be willing and accepting of them bringing back old maps, just because I've never experienced them. No. That being said, to com- keep the community. Old game modes would be good. I have heard great things about a couple old game modes Rift. that I would love Rift. to try that I Rift. never got to play. Yeah. So, um, so that would be super cool. I really, we really need a better anti cheat. That being said, I've heard things have been pretty good recently. I haven't done trials yet this weekend, but um, I voted anomaly, by the way. Just so everyone knows. <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Anomaly. It's, a,
2: it's really good for my Titan build. <laughs> those, <laughs> doom marchers, those Doom Marchers and Sunspots, man. They just wreck shit Ooh, up in, yeah, there you go. in Anomaly.
0: <laughs> that's, that is.
2: But anyways, that's, if, if, if all we got out of Witch Queen were those two things, I think the community would be much happier. That being said, I still don't have high expectations and I'm expecting nothing. Um, just for crucible specifically i am excited to see what they bring out pve wise and for the story even though i don't know what's going on it's still fun especially to watch everybody else experience it alongside me um but yeah i am managing my expectations i don't have yes fingers crossed rift Rift was the
1: greatest thing that ever happened to destiny uh yeah it was an amazing bit of a high bar there sir how how dare you (laughs) how dare you sir how dare (laughs) you
2: Rift was 4v4? No. Uh,
1: it was a 3v3 I think it was
0: six. I think it was 6s, yeah. Oh, it's Rift. a 6s yeah. mod. Yeah. It's uh, a I'm huge something else.
1: Yeah, but it's uh, like what is a the the flag.
0: What's the... The kill confirmed? No, wow. it was the one where you had to like salvage. That's the one I'm thinking of.
1: Oh, maybe. Salve- wow, I forgot that was in the game. Right? <laughs> that was so <laughs> long ago. It's been a little while.
0: That turned into... <laughs> wow. Salvage sadly turned into you don't want to pick it up first because it was hard to defend then to get it. So it's like the, <laughs> the right, game yeah. mode was broken for a while, but yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, rift was like a capture the flag game mode where, it, okay, I guess it was more like bomb because it was it was you was capture the middle, you
0: capture the middle and have to dunk That's on right. their side.
1: It was more like an assault game mode because there's yeah. a there's mm. a rift in the middle. Teams fight for it, and then when you get it, you have to fight to the opposite team's side and dunk it into their side. So it's like a an assault uh, game. You mode. could backflip uh, dunk for
0: style points.
1: Yes, and you can backflip <laughs> to get more points. So it was cool because it made like mobility matter more. Uh, people can oh, help cool. even if they weren't good at killing. You could still help carry and do sneaky yep. maneuvers and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was really cool. Um, and I don't know why they took it out. But that game mode came with The Taken King, which was sort of... There's a lot of parallels between The Taken King and Savathun because this is sort of like the sequel to The Taken King in a lot of ways because we're fighting uh, Oryx's sister. Yep. So um, this will be uh, this would be a great time to reintroduce it is my point. But yeah, I'm with you. We badly need crucible maps. I think we need at least one new game mode. Anti cheat, obviously, people on PC would like that. I don't care. I play on Xbox. I banned PC because of cheaters a long time ago. Uh, but I I do hope they fix it for your guys' sake.
2: And um, that being said, like with crossfire coming out, like it would be nice for you to feel like you can play with your homies. Right. That's, That's
3: true. The thing. But yeah, I can you just turn without, that off. Without, so, yeah, you yeah. can turn
2: it off. But how nice would it be if that wasn't a deter- like you know for you yeah. to play with your PC buds without feeling like cheating is going to be a, a component. To that. True. Like
1: my entire clan is on PC. Uh, yeah. None of them play on Xbox, so I, uh, I so would think anti cheat would just benefit like everybody.
2: Game.
1: Yeah. Agree. You know? Yeah. Oh no. It Absolutely. Something they need to do. I I do I do think they'll at least address anti cheat just based on their hiring. They've hired a whole mm-hmm. bunch of people to tackle anti cheat recently, and I would be really surprised if they'd made zero progress toward. Toward their, I Feel like uh, things are
2: already feeling that a little is. better, so, so yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they've done some stuff behind the scenes they without announcing that it, which would be the smartest. I was like, DMG oh, that was called so that guy funny. out. That
0: was beautiful. We talked about that last <laughs> I already,
2: week. I already had him blocked, honestly, but I so I like didn't really know what was going on, and then like it came up in my clan chat, and I was like, oh, okay, well.
0: It Seems was like just, I... it was like working out well, you know, we usually go through our security checks, and then he got back him later after checking, fired, like just Triple shut checking, it. Yeah. yeah, shut it down. Multiple account four accounts have been banned that are all uh, attached to you. Was... it's over. It was so prof- it was just a professional mic drop, and it was beautiful to watch so. it was
2: it, i that's a great way of putting it. a professional mic drop, yes,
0: That's exactly great. what it was, yeah, so what about you, Travis? What are you looking forward to in the world of which
1: queen are we yeah. going to open this can of worms? <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, I, let's open it. Well, first, <laughs> I have I have some notes. As usual, I I find a way to complain about everything, even yeah. the good news. I uh, have opinions. My,
0: this man has pages of notes.
1: <laughs> I do. I really do have pages of notes. I, I diary about this every night. Dear Diary, today Bungie hurt me in the following ways. Um, no, uh, they changed Sabathun's sigil again. I don't know. if I haven't seen yes. anything on the internet of people no, noticing this. Have people noticed all, like- it? yeah
0: yeah they, the one that was on the wall the time. one that was shown in the promo trailer and now this one the people have been they putting everything to vin che- diesel in the middle of it so
1: the, yeah oh my god vin diesel. <laughs> oh i saw uh,
2: that i was i was confused but okay vin yeah, diesel's yeah, yeah. been on fire
1: family this, this is week. everywhere a, so let's just we've a, with that we've had a great week in the fast and furious uh, uh community family the memes yeah, yeah. Uh, the memes have been They're great good. they've uh, been great yeah. So, th- so they changed Savathun's logo again. That's my first note. My second note is survive the truth is, while provocative, means nothing really. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> it's just a really weird way to put it is all I have to say. I, I get what they're going for. I think they probably wanted to. Somebody gave a, cl- a sub to McClunky. There's somebody named McClunky in chat. I don't seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just saw that in the notes. I was yeah, like, because
0: he's Travis, and then all of a sudden there's McClunky in McClunky? chat. Yeah, there's
1: a McClunky in chat.
0: There's a McClunky in um, here. Shout out to McClunky. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So th- that's my second note, but uh, I am very excited. I think I think this is going to be like seasons of arrival, season of arrivals for the Witch Queen. It's going to be like my w- my tweet when I first saw this was it's a season for dominoes to fall. I think it's going to be just stuff happening and set up for the witch queen. I think we'll probably see Osiris turn officially and either that'll be the, the kind of starting off point, or it'll be something that we as the player know that our characters haven't figured out yet. Maybe we'll see kind of cut scenes with him doing some shady stuff, but I think that will definitely be revealed at some point during the season at one point or another. Um, And I think other stuff that's sort of been, in the planning stages, will start to happen. I think we'll start to see like dominoes fall and changes, and the witch queen will feel a lot more real over the next season. That's my theory. And they have a ton of time with the season because of the delay. I think it's like a what, six a months easily. Probably, month yeah. It yeah. could can, can be as
0: long as yeah. they want it. And it's like that's yeah. the curiosity thing is I'm wondering if they'll show the date in yeah, the so ViDoc or whatever they do.
1: I have no idea if they'll show the the date. I I feel like they probably have to at least give us a window or something, uh, some expectation. But either way, the next season I think that we're going to see announced is got to be um, r- kind of feel more like a trickle because it can't just be dead forever. So I think it's they're really gonna they're really gonna stretch it out. I have no idea how they'll do it. It'll probably be a drag on the community, like it always is when yeah. they stretch stuff out. PD <laughs> but- yeah. drag
0: for sure.
1: Yeah, but yeah. the breadcrumbs, I think uh, they need to, they need to, they have a lot of work to do, I think, to make Sabathun feel real before the Witch Queen. Because if Sabathun just shows up in the Witch Queen and then we kill her a couple hours later, I think I think players are frankly pretty oh they better uh, not. tired of that. And I think mm-hmm. it would be great if they spent the eight months actually building her up as a villain and making her someone that we haven't been able to beat yet and then use the Witch Queen season as us finally beating her. You know what I mean? Uh, something like that. Um, I mean, I'm one of those guys who's just said for years that, like, we need to not actually kill the villain and it would be great if they could get away and come back. That would be, that way you yeah. know, we have a relationship with them for longer than uh, one, one that's, season. That's true. That's a good point. Um, I've always thought that they should do that. But if they're not willing to do that, which I don't think they will be given the fact that Lightfall is next and that's probably going to be a completely different thing. I think they should at least use those eight months to build a relationship with Sabathun and make her a force to be reckoned with. I want us to lose for eight months. I want it to be eight months of just Guardians getting beat before the Witch Queen comes out and we actually get to push back. I would love that. Um, because then that would that would build the hype and build her up as a villain for all that time. But we'll see, man. I think um I think we've got a good, a good expansion ahead of us, and it's really just all about how they introduce us to that expansion over the next six seven months or however the heck long it's going to be uh before she makes her appearance but i'm super excited man the story's been crazy yeah. Osiris is definitely sus as oh, we discussed God. last week. <laughs> Osiris He's is very a, sus. Oh, Susrus. We oh, there yet. <laughs> oh Well, well, don't oh, t- don't take this as a spoiler cuz nothing has happened. It's, it's fine. Liter- I'll it-
2: probably need my chat to tell me exactly what's happening anyways cuz usually I'm like, <laughs> it, "Okay, I'm done. What happened?" It's
0: all very <laughs> subtle it, stuff right now it actually. It really
1: is just people yeah. like me who are reading too much into it and there's a chance that we're wrong, but I really don't think so at this point. So, it just seems like uh, you know, Savathûn has her has her fi- her tentacles wrapped around uh different events in the in the the tower and a lot of people are speculating that Osiris is under her uh influence for, in some way. So, yeah.
2: interesting. Um, yeah. Hmm. It should be pretty cool
1: though. I'm very excited to see uh where it goes and uh I couldn't be more hyped for this stuff. I'm one of those guys where like I don't mind putting Destiny down for months at a time while con- there's a content drought. Like I'm totally fine with doing that, but I get hyped as soon as there's an expansion. Like yeah. I love new Destiny content. I, as oh, I absolutely. always say. Destiny's biggest problem is it doesn't have enough content to uh, satiate the starving masses that you want to play this game every single day. And uh, these are the rare. Unless you're where PvP we'll man. Unless you're people. No, even. Oh, especially even that. Even that. don't have any content. Oh yeah. my God. Just say, I'm just saying. You guys last longer than. You guys last longer yeah. than
0: some of them, though, because you have that no, to P- fall P- back P- on.
1: PvP mains have been starving in the desert for like five years. Yes, yeah. Really see see what I do?
2: I drag out my PVE content through the whole season though, because I dabble in PvP the whole way through. So I try to switch it up because I need breaks from PvP too. Because yeah. right, damn, right now, like, I mean, it's the meta's getting better, but like, like, I'm so glad 140s are back yeah, in the game. For real. They feel relevant again. But like, yeah, I still need PVE as well. Um, like, right. I still do raids, and I'm I'm planning on you know. I, pretty much once I'm tired of PvP, then I'll go and do like my GMs to like Guild My Conqueror and like all that kind of stuff. So
0: nice. She's a gamer.
2: Yeah. yeah, But
1: yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, I just new content needs to happen. And uh, anytime we get to learn about what they're cooking up, it's exciting stuff. Man.
3: Yeah.
0: Exciting. I was like, yeah. for me, it's I'm kind of with you guys where I know we're looking for stuff out to Witch Queen, but yeah, it's like the timing of it's very specific because. They have the hint of Witch Queen, even though the logo keeps changing, so we have to think it's still related to Witch Queen by the color. It's green, so that at least seems to be one consistent piece. Uh, It does seem, timing-wise, whatever they're going to tell us about what's coming in the future, they have to tell us the day the season launches, because they're probably going to start explaining things that are coming when the season starts. Because when season 15, that story kicks off, it's directly going to tie into Witch Queen, so, mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to tell us both, but they can't tell us too much at the same time. So, it's this weird line where they're going to, hey, this is a tease of all the stuff we're coming in and working on. And they could be like, hey, there's systems we're working on. Story has these things, and then here, and then go log into the game. I'll be very curious. To like, server's always for me, it's like for you, I guess, West Coast, it's going to be what, 10 a.m. Pacific for you guys? Mm-hmm. And then, yep. so it's probably going to be eight o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning, that hour before they'll do that. You know, stream or Vidoc or whatever they post like right before when the servers are down or something, when they take that down and then post it all up. Yeah. And then you go in and go live. And then if you're trying to create content, you're like, I can't do both. Crap. Um, I hate yeah. that moment. <laughs> Is that that's the, the worst the moment. that's I hate that moment. It's like, here's a Vidoc to cover about a whole bunch of new stuff. By the
1: way, new season. Go. <sighs> Crap. I need two of me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's is that the
1: day the new season's coming, the
0: 24th? Yeah, it's the exact same day. And they said they usually like to do them in the morning on the West Coast. I'm like, you're gonna do it right before the new season. The servers are gonna do it, go down probably at like nine. Vidoc or the stream's gonna go live, you'll have about an hour, patches, all that stuff, and then go play your new season. I think that's how they've done that before, and I think that's how they're gonna do it again. So I feel like the timing requires season 15 to, as you said, set up the dominoes to fall. It's going to yeah. start doing things because... It must be
2: strategic. It must be strategic. Like, they must be talking about some stuff that directly ties into the new season. Yeah. Because then everybody's excited to log on and, like, gives you a little bit of info. That I feel like they wouldn't do that all in the same day. That's a lot for them, too, if you think about it. Yep. Like, new season going live. Servers are already stressed. Like, their whole team's going to be ready to deal with, like, you know, bugs, whatever. And then they're also doing the ViDoc the same day. Like, it's a lot. So I feel like that's got to be... Very strategic. Yeah. This is I'm also curious.
1: two weeks before Witch Queen was supposed to launch originally. Right. Yeah. So it's almost like this is when they would do their reveal of like, here's what's gonna happen with Witch Queen. And yeah. but now the the actual launch date is further down. So they've got this extra season of padding. They can do whatever with, with whatever they want. And I hope that they use it as an opportunity to build the hype and the story and the narrative leading into the Witch Queen, instead of making it like kind of like what Arrivals was, which was there wasn't a really a lot happening in that season. It was sort of all just going, hey, there's this new expansion we have coming this fall, and this is sort of just getting you hyped for that, but there's not really a whole lot going on. Was the
2: Arrivals the season that we had nope. for like months and months and months and months and months? Yeah,
1: and it was the one where the ships were showing up. Oh, and yeah, the, yeah, dark yeah, blue the blue. darkness was. Like, yep. yeah, yeah. And yeah, that season, and, and then it dragged always, on
2: forever it dragged yeah, on forever the, it was a drow it was oh the content yeah they really had those
1: giant desirable. pyramids show up in the skyboxes but then they didn't mm-hmm. really do anything all that season and then it was uh, just so. like
0: oh here's a picture of the director bye i'm yep. like and then the director disappeared <laughs> yeah oh and have we talked about that th- that thing that happened in the rest of the solar system in like 9 months nope haven't touched that one yet yeah, Those yep. type of dangling threads are what's killing me sometimes in the story. But as you guys have also said, Chosen was good storytelling, some of the best that we've had. And then this season is just like crushing it between like the interaction with the Fallen, the setup of the Fallen camp. Then we've actually had Mithrax talking with us, going through. Oh, Susurse has been going up. We've had the Expunge, the little subtle things in Expunge where it's I got to keep Cognito here in spirit at least. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, All the little stuff that they've been setting up, as you said, and then if you go into this season or you think about this season with the suspicion that Osiris potentially has been, you know, kind of taken over by Savathun or he's kind of being used by her, it really gives this season a whole lot to think about is like he some of the things he says are just way too crazy to be even anything but just suspect. So that's why I will be curious what happens with epilogue. To see where we go into the season, because that's something. Now, do I have high expectations after like the closing ceremony? No, the closing ceremony of Guardian Games was nothing. And so at least epilogue is two weeks long and not a weekend. And I'm going to be gone for when it happens. So supposedly there's some story thing that's going to happen. But outside of Mm -hmm. that, I don't know. But as for like Witch Queen itself, man, I'm I'm excited. And I keep saying it's like, take the time they want to get it right. Because, you know, PvP, maps, modes, if they need an extra couple months, launch it in March, launch it in April. It's like, I know there's going to be a big gap, but I think there's a lot of people who've been waiting on so much at this point. If Witch Queen doesn't land well, you could wait an extra couple months. But if it comes out early and it's botched, that's going to be a problem, I think. I know it's always like, is this the season that, like, makes or breaks Destiny? But there's a lot of weight that I keep listening in different podcasts and places. I think there's a lot of weight on this season more like not more than normal but i think this season does have a lot of weight on it or not this I season you're but right which queen
1: and i think i think it has to do with the way they've branded it as the beginning of this final trilogy of mm. expansions yeah. that's going to kind of end the darkness and light uh because they because they kind of set beyond light up as that first uh chapter in the trilogy and then they retconned it and were like no we're gonna do an extra year yeah. and i get why they did it is because uh you know a, i mean i reviewed uh beyond light for ign and i gave it a seven which i don't think is what you want for this this trilogy that's going to end your series you want uh, a nine like the taken king i think the taken Mm -hmm. king has like a nine or something close to it on metacritic like that's sort of the the, and i think that's what they're hoping this will be i think this is like hey destiny 2 is back and it's off on the right foot and it's got all the stuff you want and i think a refocusing on pvp and showing that they're still dedicated to doing that and Really nailing the story with the PVE content and doing some of the stuff that they've—I feel like—they've been setting up for this whole time—could uh, be great. And and then uh, all they have to do after that is show us what they have planned for the expanded universe that they've been telling us about for a couple of years now, uh, with other stuff going on and apparently other games they're working on that possibly are in the Destiny universe and all that stuff. So there's a lot to uh, a lot to live up to, but I think you're right. E. I think I think there's tremendous pressure for this to be what they've been waiting for or you know maybe they add another year to destiny (laughs) next year is the beginning of the final trilogy
2: (laughs) i feel like it's this like we're constantly like fighting with ourselves like yes take the time you need to make this a really good season but also like that drought is really hard for us to get to and also that drought puts more pressure on them and also increases our expectations so the longer they take the more we're like okay they're taking extra time to make this really great so it's like is it is the significant is there going to be a massive difference between them releasing it earlier or four months later? Like it's just like I I still manage my expectations like I just don't yes,
0: that's the biggest thing. <laughs> know
2: if that's if that's actually going to happen. So um, but I do agree. And I think that there's a lot of content creators, big content creators that are kind of looking at which queen is like this is going to like this is the start of that trilogy. Like this is going to. Basically, decide whether this is a game that I stick with or if I start really diversifying my content and going in a different direction. Because, yeah, like it's, there's a lot of people that I think are, have been for a year or so that are like, yeah, this game, like it's just, <laughs> they keep saying it's going to get better, like more PvP content, and it just doesn't. So, I don't know. Oh, PvP we'll
1: mains.
0: Yeah, I was yeah. like, it's different. It's the game. No, it's like PvP, Sorry. I do less, and then I do more PvE stuff, but it sounds like, I mean, you guys are balanced, you still raid, you still do all those things, so it's like, you yeah. hit the big stuff, you hit the tough stuff, it's just, if you're gonna lean yeah. somewhere, you're like, I'll just probably go play Crucible. And me, I'm like, I'll probably I go... I do the-
2: think, also PvP mains are better at PvE, learning PvE than PvE mains are at learning Word. PvP. I believe, PvP I actually mains- believe that. Our shot is already on point. Like, we're killing those dregs like no other. Like, I'm hitting all headshots, okay? <laughs> I can go into a raid with Thorn, and I'm like, no problem.
1: Yeah, you should see my PvE KD, Ebontus. Yeah.
2: off the yeah. hook.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't believe it.
2: Yeah. I've already perfected, like, making builds. My mods are, like, top-notch. Like, good to go.
0: Yeah, that's exactly. actually but probably the, a fair point. The, the
1: thing, the thing, E is that I think we've talked about this before. I would be curious to hear uh, your opinion, Small Hat. I've been telling Ian Cog that PVP mains would just play a different game that has better, better PVP if it weren't for the fact that Destiny's part of this ecosystem that you get just to hang out with your friends in, and the fact mm-hmm. that it has PVE is part of the reason PVP mains. Put up with the fact that PvP has a ton of shortcomings. Like mm-hmm. if you wanted a better multiplayer experience, there's a lot of games you could play, but they don't 100%. have as diverse an ecosystem as Destiny, and that's what keeps us around. So would interested to hear if, if if that's uh kind of present? I, I agree with,
2: with that. Yeah. I um and I mean for me too, I think. Destiny is my comfort zone at this point because I haven't tried out a ton of other FPS games. So Destiny 2 is just my comfort zone. I like it here. I'm good at it. I'm, you know, not quite ready to go to another game to feel like a noob again. Um, I will, I'm gonna be, I'm trying to play more Halo and like actually branch out a bit. I go. want to, Mark am through all the campaigns right now and then I'll nice. get into PVP.
1: Oh. And then I wanna Ooh. get through
2: everything kind of before Infinite comes out, so. We'll Are see. you
1: on the uh, Halo Insiders program yet?
2: Mm-mm.
1: Sign up for that because they're going to do that beta for Halo Infinite this summer. And if you well, sign up true. for Halo Insiders now, you can you can play it when it's uh, pre-release. It's a lot of pressure. It's my recommendation. It's good That'll content good. right there. Yeah, plus, good Halo content. Yeah. what awesome.
0: just just you know, yeah. it's a test. It's a tease. Just you know, dip your toe in the water, see how it mm-hmm. feels. Dip my toe in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, if you're, if you're do playing the Halo campaign yeah. for the first time, yeah, woo, yeah. Good.
2: yeah, it's pretty fun. But I do agree. Sorry. I think that, um, for me it is, uh, like I, I do play like all aspects of the game. Um, I don't, I definitely prefer PVP. <laughs> I haven't played Gambit in like three <laughs> seasons, guys. I
1: not it this season. I, 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 get,
2: I get to light level cap without my Gambit
1: oh, yeah. no Pass. Does nah. Gambit even help you anymore? Does it give any I, I don't It gives know. you one, I, it gives you yeah. one plus to one pinnacle, it. but that's it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's not <laughs> per season? I don't,
0: well, per well, season? Well, no, no, no. Per week. It's a weekly, oh, like okay. plus one. A weekly pinnacle, no, yeah. The reason I stopped touching it is because last season, when they did the seasonal challenges, you'd look through and be like, Oh, there's a gambit thing. And yet, there was the one for the rinks. And I was like, All right, fine, I'll do one crazy stupid stream and I'll work through the range because it was triple infamy. And you know, you get rolling, fine. Then like weeks later, it was like get forty in like get forty kills in Gambit, and I'm like, and it's not retroactive. I stopped. Every gambit playing at that point. I'm like, if I'm gonna play Gambit, I'm gonna wait till the end of the season when everything's already available. Cause if I'm gonna touch yeah. any of those seasonal challenges, they better all be open, or if they're not retroactive, it's crap. So okay, yeah, I stopped fan playing. Theory.
1: Gambit. Fan theory for uh, Witch Queen. Uh it gambit opens dies. with the drifter <laughs> shows up and he's got a really long beard and he's super overweight. And he's oh. like, he's did, he go Thor- did he go of
0: Avengers store? Yeah, he's
1: Avengers say, Thor yeah. And he comes out and he's just like all right, all right, all right. You guys ready? <laughs> and then, and then, did that, you that age fifty years, art. man? What happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we need to do that. So show that he has bloated, and then we can have a redemption arc for him that kind of rebrands Great. Gambit. Are That's you like working love with that.
0: him on his nutrition, putting him on the treadmill, <laughs> working out with him? Got some yeah, weights in there. It's kind
1: of a it's kind there of a rocky <laughs> montage of like oh trying my to get him back into shape and also trying to fix Gambit as a game mode, and then he you, you kind of gets rebranded. Maybe he can have that, uh the man bun now, you know? He goes, yeah. he goes. Uh, oh my God.
0: <laughs> You've waited, you, this him. is one of your diary writings. I think this is yeah, one of on your like journey. Yeah, I feel this, is, this, <laughs> is, this, is, <laughs> too this is too thought through. This is through. I don't
3: know. Thank uh, you. I, I'm, literally
1: just, I'm, literally, I'm literally just making this up as we go. But yeah, that's I do. I believe this has been previously <laughs> thought about. <laughs> I
2: would, I'd play that, I'd play that. That sounds like great content. For sure would,
1: yeah. And then it would also make me feel like, okay, well, Damn, it's a different moat now. Even if they changed nothing about it, seeing his arc, I'd be like, well, it must be different now. So I mean, it feels it different.
0: <laughs> He's got that old scraggly voice. Well, I'm in here doing sit-ups in the tower. Please go kill the the taken or Thank like those
2: moats. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh god.
0: That didn't I cannot um, say when I started this podcast we were gonna be talking about fat drifter, but it happened.
2: <laughs> we're here. We're here now.
0: We're here, we're doing this thing. Um uh, Words. Those are fun. So yeah. well, what else happened this week? Solstice. Okay, what else happened at- no, I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, haven't touched next. it.
2: <laughs> next. <laughs> next. Oh, oh, oh I, I dropped into the EAZ, i went and fed the cat, and I got um I got a, a shotgun. No oh, and nice. yeah, yeah. I got a decent roll, you know. But nice. that's all I did, and then I left. I haven't
1: found there. the cat yet. I need Left to go do that. Yeah, I, I actually yeah. didn't I, I did do that. do some solstice, and I regret it. I haven't it. done
2: any. I might you, just yeah. buy everything.
0: I think you have to do some to be able to buy the ornaments, and then once you can do yeah. that, you, you can do. stop.
2: I don't what level like do you have like to just just get to to buy them? It looked like I could just buy it. I don't know. You just have oh, to get ma- purple.
1: You have to, you have to get the armor to purple.
0: That's not bad. Oh, the blue set takes yeah no time at
1: all. That was quick.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I'm busy with. I'm probably just gonna do one. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get it. I think Titan only get the ornaments. Yeah, I did. I did
2: my Warlock last year, and I did my Hunter the year before. So it's kind of
1: there. You go. It's It's got
0: a little variety. Sets. Yeah. Perfect
2: yeah yeah uh yeah i i
1: i've not been enjoying it so far but i i also have barely dip my toes i'm busy with other projects for IGN right now but i want to it's all right you got at a least month. get the purple armor and then you know is it is it on for a month yes it goes the <laughs> yeah it's for weeks. Okay, I, so i've got i've got plenty of time i'm not worried about i it
2: just honestly me. the easy activity guys i have a terrible sense of direction okay <laughs> irl and in game and in game okay and so, so I'm literally running around trying to like figure, I'm like, okay, I see them on my radar. I see the marker. How the, f- how the heck do I get up there? Like, I, I'm like trying to, I'm like, I get turned around and people are like, sorry, you just went the same way you came. And I'm like, I, and then, yeah, next thing you know, I, my teammates have killed all the bosses and I've done nothing. So, so it's very, very frustrating this for a your... directionally challenged person.
1: <laughs> this is your first time doing solstice then? Yeah. This... Third
2: time actually. Oh. Thir- What? you still don't know the map? Wow. Third time. How much time have have you put into it previously? I told you I did one character each year. Fully.
0: Oh, wow. Fully. Fully. And still struggling because it has been the same map. It's the same
1: map.
2: I don't know. Maybe I just block it out because it's such a terrible (laughs) experience. So I just, just...
1: (laughs) <laughs> that checks out I don't that think actually you understand, can understand how bad that my sense of direction more. is like, so for ooh, I mean, you going to Cru- new places learn, in
2: real life
0: crucible maps. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah crucible maps are so much smaller though and there's not multiple levels it's the levels that it's get the ver- it's the
0: verticality that really messes you up the verticality
2: oh my god you know I wish
0: this game had more verticality there's in general there's a reason but...
2: Twilight Gap is my least favorite crucible map okay like it's just there's too much verticality I get Twilight yeah. Gap yeah yeah I like Twilight it was cru- it was it was it was actually not bad for trials a couple weekends ago but
0: okay yeah. so you're going to a new destination in real life are you just like glued to that GPS directions or
2: <laughs> uh yes is Apple a, is Siri talking you through, is Siri
0: talking you through like every yes you'll turn it five feet two feet no feet go no. okay
2: <laughs> yeah 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 and like I usually like l- l- stare at the map before I leave my house and then I go the The best plan of action is really someone else should just drive me <laughs> but oh, but like okay a great example of my directionally challenged uh, tendencies I I can drive somewhere so say somebody's in the passenger seat next to me we'll be driving somewhere they're giving me directions to their house for example and they're saying turn left here turn right here go down the street I get there and I'm like okay how do I get home like that's that's how like I, now that I'm turned around and I have to go back to the, the, the opposites. Yeah, I, I can't. I have no idea. No idea. And you I have just to, like, live map with my way. now.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no idea. I'm like, was it a right or a left oh. here? My other left? I don't know. It's yeah. So anyway, there he so the He just is not it's not. Mm-mm. It's just not my. Uh, so,
0: OK, directionally challenge. Is that ever tea. an issue in a raid?
2: Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. 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 So, okay. So, you know how there was, okay, when um, Vogue came out, I got my day one, right, nice. with my PvP clan. We crushed it in 13 hours. We did the whole thing with lots of breaks, and we used numbers. So we tried using the directions, and we ended up successfully completing it with numbers. And then there was, you know, social media blew up, and everybody had an opinion on what best way to make call outs for VOG, And I personally work best with numbers, just the way my brain works. And I think that's because I was like, okay, I kind of picture it like a clock and like, you know, my, your spawn location is one. So it was always on the stairs at spawn, that was one. And that's just how, and then I worked clockwise from there. And that's yeah. just how my brain worked. As soon as people start throwing in left, right, back, front, close, far, I was like, Close to you or close to me, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. like I just like my brain would get so confused, and it's not saying that that doesn't work well for some people. for some people, that is just the way that's just that works best for them. We also used th- some really interesting callouts at one point, and it's proof that like once you get used to it, you can do any call outs, and it was like, you know, I'm, they're inappropriate. But I, I think
1: I just figured heard some out interesting cure ones for your, for your direction <laughs> issues. What's that? You just have to get a compass and put the clock numbers <laughs> around it. So make make north oh. twelve p.m. and then just go yeah, all the way around, and, and then you'll just know where to go. Oh, I'm gonna go to east three, 3 p.m. O'clock. Okay,
2: yeah. take yeah, a three, exactly. take, take a three o'clock. <laughs> take okay, <a> got
1: <laughs> that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Done. six, six cured. o'clock. You can <laughs> bill me. You need to take a six o'clock. Oh, like a U-turn? Oh, fu- Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay,
1: <laughs> done. I just figured it out, man. You're cured beautiful yeah.
0: got the yeah. numbers and directions maybe mixed this together. is what I need
2: to do for the AZ too like when I'm gonna when I spawn in I need to like okay right. one two three four like you know make nope. it a clock until yeah, you hit one of the do.
0: teleporters get launched up into the air and then you're above the whole map and you're in trouble oh, no. <laughs> no
2: no yeah okay maybe that won't work I don't know
0: like where am I I don't know I'm way up in the sky help <laughs> No, it's like uh-huh. for me, I did. I grinded out my Solstice. I got it to Magnificent and I'm on my Titan and I'm done. Like I nice. I did not really even want to, but I was like, I just kind of wanted to knock it out. Because once you have that, then you can masterwork it sometime in future life if you care to, even though the stats suck. So I don't know why I really would because that's not going to yeah. help the stats, which is which really kind of sucks. Like you get the Magnificent set and I'm like 51 stat. Where I'm like, why do I have this? You do yeah, the I'm masterwork work. confused by that too. You do the masterworking thing, so it'll you or you do the requirements, so it glows. But it's not better.
2: And why would you masterwork <laughs> yeah. it when you can just at that point, you'd like just do the whole transmog? Yeah, just do the whole transmog. Which, yep. by the way, I love transmog.
0: Yay, nay. You do or I sarcasm? Wish the process I love. Was better. I, no,
2: actually, I, okay. The process could be better, but like so far, like I've transmogged quite a bit, and I still have a lot of things left. So. And I do it on all, all three characters, but I've nice. transmogged like three full little outfits for my hunter and like a couple for each of my other characters. So it's really endgame, honestly. So you play Fashionous hardcore Destiny
0: PvP yes. main. I and never
2: was, I never was, and then Transmog came around and I was like, Oh shit, this is kind of fun though.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> my Titan's kind of cute. Like <laughs>
1: Yeah. PvP mains have always had a hard time playing Destiny because we care more about stats than our look. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This sort of allows us to get the best of both worlds. But exactly. I will still say, as I said on this show, yes. it's a terrible, terrible. It's not a
2: good system. Terrible
1: no. ecosystem with three currencies. Every game
2: has like um, Transmog and like, it's all free. It's just yeah. part of a game. Like, it's just. Click X
1: to Transmog. And this not one has three yeah. different yeah. currencies. currencies. And a, Oh my oh, god, no. so so five
2: currencies because you have the two
0: paid though. currencies, the bundles and the singles. Right. right, of course, right. of course. Five, five, of course. Five currencies, yeah. Evil yeah. Levante and Tess Everest, like that, I think, is who Sabathun actually is in the behind the scenes. So,
2: probably yeah. overall, yeah. They're so. evil. yeah Solstice overall, I mean,
0: Sabathun. it's you got the quest when you, I think, you got the blue set of armor, you get finished that one. And then you got your shotgun, which is the one new reward. And you can open packages for a roll. I think it's a precision frame, which is fine. I'm sure they're OK. But same thing after three years. And I know I'm mm-hmm. at the point where I'm like, I don't want you to do anything else. But it's always the weird thing when you get done with that. I'm like, that was not time well spent. <laughs> when it wasn't I get, enjoyable. It was yeah. not. I'm just going through. I was like, OK, so because I was working on the purple set. I'm like, all right, I got to do. How efficiently can I do these things and put them together? Well, I have to do three overrides. Why? Because the armor says so. I have to do three nightfalls, playlist activities, and you just have to go through these certain things. It's just making me go play all the old stuff over again. I think if I'm going to hope for one thing in Witch Queen, which is probably still too big of a hope, is that some of that type of stuff changes. The seasonal activities get a little bit of love. Because, I mean, we're going to see the dawning. Probably not going to change. We're going to see Festival of the Lost I still don't know how festival is gonna go, because technically Mercury's gone, but I'm sure they'll bring it. I don't know how they're gonna do that, Does that one. will that ever
1: stop yeah. them? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, I was like, it's still probably coming. Oh, well, we got access to Mercury through this, like, dark portal from Gambit over there, so...
1: Well... <clears throat> yeah, I... I the, it has never stopped them, uh, no. E. Like... Yeah. It, 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 there was this uh, eternal darkness, but the EDZ still was broad daylight every time I visited <laughs> the, the season. You're so. right. So... I don't okay, yeah, so fine. Either.
0: Festival of yeah. loss is going to be the same. The Dawning is going to be the same. Then Witch Queen. After that, the events need some freshness. So, like, I can I can be patient for Witch Queen, but at that point. I got I to gotta see some freshness in some of these events after after this one and knowing probably what's going to come in a long season while they work behind the scenes on brand new big thing. Those events are going to be exactly the way these are and it just gets me even less excited about that downtime in October and December. It's going to be rough.
2: <laughs> like I, I already have a big enough to-do list IRL. I don't need a big to-do list in game. I just don't. Yeah, I don't like to feel like that's what I'm doing. I don't like is, to feel like I'm like literally checking things off a to-do list because I have to. Like if yeah. I get into the game, I just kind of want to Play What I want to play, and that should be the case. Like, I don't know. She's my just... people,
1: E. She's anti Teddy's of the world, right?
2: Now. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, yeah. Teddy, one of his buddies, is the 100% <laughs>
0: um triumph score.
2: Mm. Everything
0: he's the, Every, he's the opposite of us,
2: he yeah. does, he, uh, like he completionist, only plays like, for the checklist.
1: Yeah, only yeah. Plays for the, and when he's done people, with the checklist, he logs yeah.
2: off. And for some people, that's like satisfying for them, like they just it brings him a certain amount of satisfaction in a game um, his might be a compulsion versus
1: a satisfaction but we'll- he's a prisoner he really is <laughs> a prisoner of his own hobby so
2: yeah yeah no not a fan <laughs> i just either. that's that's why i just headed and play pvp
1: <laughs> same yeah ditto
2: people are like why are you grinding trials this weekend And i'm like because i feel like it <laughs> you feel like fun? just experiencing pain all weekend yeah I mean, yeah, it's more fun than a lot of other things in this game. Like, I just like competitive game modes. I like to win. So, yeah.
0: Give me good.
2: (laughs) I get a lot of hate for playing Trials all the time, but...
0: Hey, you have fun doing it. Nobody can tell you otherwise. So, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, before we get into the sandbox, I did want to get the two Crucible players' thoughts on the sandbox. I wanted to ask you guys your thoughts about Master Vault of Glass to see if you guys have any opinions If you even know what I'm talking about first off, if you've been watching, but why thoughts about, you know, just kind of the feel in the community, the rewards and, you know, the time and effort limitations, just thoughts on the whole way they handled Master Vault of Glass. Both of you guys are shaking heads in different ways. So who wants to shake their head first? I haven't run it yet, but
2: I've we've I've talked a lot about like we've talked a lot about like what's happening with it. I personally don't have a desire to do it, which says a lot. I do like Vault of Glass. Um I love grinding for new weapons. Like I I like getting new weapons and personally don't I I have no desire to do it. It's just more champions, uh which is also just kind of a poor mechanic in this game I IMO, but um more champions. Um I don't mind the light level. Like I think it's good to make it challenging. That's fine. But as far as the rewards go, uh it just doesn't seem like it's worth it. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah i i'm with her i i honestly think this is the worst like heroic raid they've ever done because back in the day heroic raids actually used to be more than just like beefier enemies i mean there were some where they just added yellow bars and that wasn't good like i think crota's end kind of had that with the heroic mode uh for that raid but they at least had different challenges or there was sort of like a a different take on a certain encounter but now they've sort of uh spoiled that already by having challenges with the base raid and so now oh. by the time we do heroic it's sort of just like make them chunkier make the make the more champions uh make the grind to actually play the mode more uh, th- than that's... it should be which th- honestly to me that's the worst part because i i'm a pvp main so i level up just tragically slow because i don't i don't do right. a lot of the stuff yeah. that gets you to level up fast and uh and that that means that I'm not even high enough power to attempt the Master of Volta Blast, but just also from what I've seen. Also super
2: frustrating for casual players because I think yeah. that, that that something oh, uh, like a Master vogue need like they, it does need to yeah. be accessible to casual players. Like not everybody like myself has time to grind out all day, every day. Like I just, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think- Also, um, doesn't
2: it cost it costs spoils to get the Adept weapon at the end? Is that correct? You get one does by it?
0: doing the challenge, but if you want to buy any more, it costs like, more spoils, which I don't even know how much more it costs. I actually don't it's, know the it's cost. It's
2: 25 or 35 or something? I don't for even the, remember.
0: For the high level? Does anybody in chat know yeah. how much the time lost weapons cost for spoils? If you do know, let me know.
2: But I do I mean, think I d- it's I more.
1: Yeah, I don't think anybody's hurting for spoils, really. Like, I I think I'm maxed out all the time on, on that currency. <laughs> 25 20 25 that's not that bad.
2: Okay, So yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's not really... I, I think the rewarding part of it well, obviously, it's not rewarding enough because we're we're all like the tryhardest of the tryhards, and I don't know if any of us have played it, but at mm-hmm. least uh, uh, Small Hat and I have haven't played it yet, and we we are their target audience with how hardcore we are at this game, so that's yeah. not mm-hmm. a good sign. But for me, it's like the barrier of entry is their first problem. Like yes. I don't, I'm not going to grind just so I can do master vault of glass i felt the same <laughs> yeah, way like i'm about not Grand- doing
2: strikes man i'm yeah. not gonna go do strikes
1: oh, like yeah. a year, I I it's still there i felt the same way about grandmaster nightfall like sounds fun but i'm not gonna spend all my time doing that um so, so that's a problem and then the the other problem is just that like you you just got done doing vault of glass and now i'm just artificially gonna get my butt kicked by the same enemies just because they decided mm-hmm. to make a Hobgoblin that much stronger than me now. And, and that never feels good. And I, I had that same problem with Grandmaster Nightfall. It's like, yes. hey, here's a strike you've done 50 times, 100 times. Now do it and feel bad at it, even though it's your 103rd time. You know what I mean? And that's like, well, how yeah. is that? a? Nobody likes that. Like yeah. there like has to be some sort of way to mix it up, a remix of some There's kind. There's so. some
2: aspects like with GMs that I don't mind. Like I do like that, you know, you kind of develop a strat and then you can you know you it's satisfying when you finish it finally because you've got the strategy down it's same thing you know i do think of it kind of like with trials like once you get familiar with the map you kind of figure out how people are playing you get you get that strat down you can your wins are going to come right like so it's figuring out you know how to how to play it to successfully complete it whereas i don't know with vlog i think it's We're still dealing with the same mechanics. A lot of us have done, yeah, this raid every week, multiple times. I still don't have Vex, so I'm still doing it three days a week. And uh, so for me at this point, the raid feels grindy because I've done it so many times this season. And then somebody in my chat yesterday was like, well, if they added new mechanics, people would be kind of butthurt about that. I'm like, really, would they? Like, I would prefer to learn a new mechanic to challenge myself than just have to shoot a few more shots at... An enemy and have to bump up my resilience because I'm dying faster because I'm lower light. Like that's just resilience that's less doesn't fun. Do anything. <laughs> yeah, it was just an example. But oh, like, I know, but yeah, I w- that's yeah. a
0: whole different argument I've had before. It's like I wish <laughs> I wish stats mattered more, but that's a whole podcast in itself. Sorry.
2: Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I do, I personally would like new mechanics. I think that, you know, the, the challenges like, um, like when we did, um, day one, we completed the raid. I'd never done vault of glass because I didn't play D one. I was brand new to it. Um, we completed the first part of the raid and then we had to go back and do, uh, like the challenge mode. And that was fun because it is adding in new mechanics, right? It's actually changing how you, you take on the encounter whereas when you just make the enemies harder and you add in a few more champions you're just getting overrun with enemies it's just not fun it's just yep. it's just basically you having to play more passive you're having to you know just put on you know you have to have more wells you need more bubbles you just need like it's just it's boring you can't you can't change up your loadouts the same way like there's already champions so you're already being dictated what weapons you have to use because of the champions. You can't even play around with new loadouts. Mm -hmm. So it's like that's just it just it just feels grindy. I don't know. I'm not I'm not looking forward to doing it. People are being like, oh, when are you going to do that? And I'm like, I just I don't feel like it like it just. And even this week, like because the weapons are on rotation, like the weapon this week sucks. Like I was like, no, like I'll maybe do it once like Fatebringer is the adept weapon, but like
1: in nine weeks. (laughs)
2: <laughs> in nine weeks yeah like,
1: well i've heard know. some gonna, people it's not even for that one. i've heard it's not yeah. even a guarantee
0: to get the weapon i've heard yeah. some people Ooh, just get armor and not a weapon
2: yeah i think
0: i don't know if it's like it happens I, well, everybody it's probably
2: similar it's probably the similar to, to gms because gms yeah. like you don't, you don't always get a weapon like obviously I've, at higher level of difficulty like it's it's uh you get higher chances but you still have to grind it like
1: i've i've platinumed Grandmaster Nightfalls, like maybe seven times, and I've never gotten an Adept Wife weapon a drop. Yeah. I have. That's and I it was, I did, I, most of those were on double loot weekends, too. So, like, oh I've just, oh I do. You are just unlucky. Yeah. Horrible. You're RMG. Us PvPers,
2: I honestly this. think we get screwed with. <laughs> I, <laughs> I if really do. KD they is know, above us. Us. Like a certain number. I did get Eyes le- first try last season, or like, you know, when, oh, when uh, you still DSC Oh, you oh, did? Wow. I did. I did uh, it's funny because I didn't actually do DSC until it was like two months in i did it for the first time and my entire clan most of them had run like 20 plus times at this point more than that and i I did a first try and i got it a
1: day one on challenge mode and then i did it every single week and i didn't get it until this season
2: yeah sorry
1: (laughs) i have terrible (laughs) i have a couple
2: clanmates that were in your uh in your terrible luck did you get vex did you get vex
1: i got so i have a special relationship with vex that is the one gun I got it the very first time I cleared Vault of Glass on the first day it released in D1, and I got it again in D2. It's like, it knew that it, it knew you were knew. to me. Okay, <laughs> I do
2: have a theory though. I think that the people that didn't get eyes like until way later, like after a ton of grinding, most people that didn't get it for a long time got Vex like first try or like within their first 10 runs.
0: It's like your multiplier so, on eyes is true. so high yeah. it spilled over into Vex and just yeah. gave it to yeah, you. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my theory. Yeah. And now I'm getting screwed be over because I've done it. I'm zero for 18. I didn't do last week's raids. So, and I haven't done this week's yet. But yeah. I haven't done... Yeah.
1: yeah, well, uh, if it makes you feel any better, Vex sucks, especially for PvP. Yeah, was like, I like, it's not really great right I've now. It's heard, not even worth a grind. I do which is like sad. to
2: have all my weapons. Same, same. Yeah, I just like to have them because who knows? Maybe they'll give it a buff, like, next week and I want to have it. Yeah,
1: it. Sounds like they're going to try to. They're going to yeah. yeah. allow yeah. it to take fusion rifle mods, which I think is uh, going to mm. be a game changer.
0: Yeah, actually, is a fusion rifle. All right, rifle. all right. Yeah, I was like, no, cool. literally hearing you talk about Master Vault of Glass, seeing what I kind of listen to different people's thoughts in the community. And then just mine. It's like, as you said, the time limitation one. So you have you have to do master first. So if you want to like, hey, I want to run on Tuesday and play some streams or like any content, like any Sherpa or anything like that, they can't do any helps until they check that box. So that has to be mm-hmm. like first thing they do on Tuesday. So then they might have to limit what they do. Then the fact that this week it's only the gateway or gatekeeper one, I think, is the challenge. So there's literally no point in doing Atheon on Tuesday master because you're just going to get a normal drop from it you're there and you can get used to it but you may as well go do it on normal because the drop's going to be the same yep <laughs> which is really that's weird that's so
2: bizarre to me yeah, that they're, they're, yeah. they're putting that's the, the drops part. into like the weird like just put it at the boss like if you want to actually make it challenging and super rewarding because yeah. yeah like i it does that does not make sense to me
0: so like i mean the f- one challenge is going to be active a week you can only get one time lost weapon a week and like, say you go out of town or you have a vacation when fate bringers in here, it's going to be five, six weeks later when you actually get another chance at yeah. a time. I'm like, really? <laughs> so the, like the time gating is the weird part for me. And then, as you said, the fact like I feel the same way about Grandmasters and Master, Like you look at is a- the same, but you like, hey, go to the Nightfalls and just click on Master and just look at the modifiers down there. And like, does that look fun to anyone? Mm-hmm. I'll go do any I'll even do like my Lost Sector guides for other people and I try and do them for like new players like I typically do no exotics and I won't even use my super I'm like you guys can take this base load out and get it done using the tools you have to get it better when I do a master with attrition it's awful like there are certain modifiers that just are not fun and then you think about like a Grandmaster and you're like hey I sneezed the wrong direction I got shot in the side of the head those moments yeah. is, are just That's why for me, like, master doesn't sound fun, especially if you make it the time-gated limitation for the loot anyway on top of the way it feels. Like, that's when it's not... Because you're like, oh, here's a champion I killed. Okay, now you just have to unload another half a clip into it just to try and kill the Mm -hmm. same dude. There's a sniper over there. He takes two shots instead of one. And it just... um, I know the artificial difficulty term gets thrown around a lot. But I also know it doesn't feel good when that's the only difference we're getting. So I'm with you guys. Like, the mechanics... I kind of like what you said because I don't hear it often. Champions, I think, are they crutch on them way, way too hard. They put yeah. them everywhere in basically PVE, and it's their only thing. Overload champions are kind of unreliable at a high level anyway. Like you,
2: super switch, unreliable. Switch, oh my God. switch weapons off or something.
0: Like oh, all of a sudden he's full health, and then ba- like the fact that yeah. so many of them can shoot tele- through there. Yeah,
2: yeah, and their teleporting is like <sighs> really wonky too, and sometimes like I, I don't know, it's. It's yeah. awful.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I think Overload is glitched, like straight up a deep oh. bug that they. And then seen. I've sat in yeah.
0: one of the Fallen Lost sectors on Master, and there's a captain. I think it's oh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it's on the Cosmodrome in the south. Um, and that ca- first Master Captain, he's like, doo, 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 doo. I'm like, dude, are you in oh, a pinball God. machine right now? Like that's what he looks like. I'm like, how is this? how is this a mechanic? I'm like, I'm going to aim. He just teleported four times while I brought up my scope. Like, what is this? Exodus garden 2A. Thank you.
1: Stasis on them. Yeah. It's even worse. (sighs) I was going to say, I was going to say like stasis in
2: normal, in normal situations, you'd be like, oh, this is a really great opportunity for stasis, but it's it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's terrible. It doesn't,
1: It like lets them heal even all. faster somehow. Yeah. I don't yeah. understand. It's, it's, I don't know, the, the, the
2: whole champions thing is kind of up there with like immune phases for me. Oh. Like <laughs> it just feels like, it just feels like a crutch. It feels like, yep. oh, like this is just Stop too mechanics. easy. Stomps, Stop mechanics. Stop yep. mechanics. Like it's like, I, I just like give them some new movement abilities. Give them like some different like like, I don't know, just like enhance it a little bit, get it, get more creative with it. Like, I just feel like we see so many of the same mechanics over and over and over again that are just very frustrating to deal with. And they're, it's not fun. It's just not interesting. It's just, yeah, like you said, that artificial difficulty. Like,
1: yeah, well, it's also when you said the other to piece... champions to PVP. If we're, if we're not
2: careful. <laughs> yeah, let's just spawn some overloads into trials. Yes. You, you know, each what? team like, gets to. That's too... how we'll beat the cheaters. That's no, how we'll beat the cheaters. That's your that's your yeah. kill
0: streak callout. That's your kill streak reward right there in Destiny. Yeah. <laughs>
2: can you imagine yeah, killstreak rewards oh and God, you spawn an like overload overloads.
3: champion?
2: <laughs> <What a> barrier <laughs> overload like a really oh strong barrier on that like nobody point? can kill. Yeah, because nobody's got barrier on. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. and 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 yeah, if and if the barrier's on the control point, you can't capture the point.
0: Do you have any so, idea how much that would actually change the PvP? meta though because you'd have to run double primary because you have to count for the champions half your team would mm-hmm. have to run like you know barrier and overload the other would have to do like barrier and unstoppable like you'd like, have to wait no, did, no, did no we grenade just launchers ra- no gambit? shotguns no snipers
1: like you would completely we, I, I, I eliminate special weapons I, 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 I think we just invented gambit on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> but I think we made gambit better <laughs> with champions I think with we champions. actually just made gambit
0: better with champions which sounds really weird oh no oh <laughs>
3: Uh, 20 killstreaks
0: spawn a crota (laughs) dude can you imagine killstreaks in destiny pvp i know this is completely not where i thought where this conversation was gonna go (laughs) but that would actually be hilarious for like a Uh, game changing moment sadly that would just be salt in the open wound because if somebody's already on like a 10 killstreak in destiny the game's probably about to get mercy yeah
1: yeah yeah, seventh, seventh Column, like, and
0: it calls down Sef- Oryx. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, it's shit.
1: <laughs> seventh Column and uh, and, and Goku Gaul shows up to use the Supers <laughs> on you.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Oh, but no, God. that kind of takes me back to the when you said Master with Champions. It also limits your loadouts. So now you're having oh, to run, so t- run two primaries. And you're like, what do I get? Scout Rifle some? And it depends on, like, okay, so now you've got this season. Well, next season, you go into Master Vogue and your Unstoppable's, like, it's just the, the whole champion limitations. If you're just like, hey, uh, if you could just have any slot and just put a mod on one of those weapons, whatever you want to use, fine. But it's like, you have to use scouts or auto rifles and barriers are in this thing like the whole time. Okay, well, I got to have one of those in there. And we yeah. might have something else. That's two of my it slots. It controls
1: how you play way too much. Yeah. The whole Gambit meta. Yeah. Or yeah. sorry champion that up <laughs> I, you know where my head is at yeah. gambit, He's doing this we're still whole... thinking
2: we're still thinking fat drifter guys like yeah, we're, we're still we're on like, fat drifter
1: gambit yeah fat have,
2: drunk drifter
0: fat drifter yeah. played some call of duty got some ideas and just went crazy so yeah but yeah just um, like it a also universal... it also just
2: like makes it so boring when you just can't change up your like it would be so fun for us to like you know be able to go into a master bug and try out all these new loadouts and like it would make Great content for content creators too. Like, yeah. you know, this is the new loadout to use to run this, or like to 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 complete this in like a like speed running would be made easier. Yep. Like, but also more fun and entertaining because you can you can and and the best in my opinion, one of the best things about this game are the weapons and like how diverse weapons we have and how they've all got different perks to them and how they always are coming out with new perks and exotic weapons always have these, um, uh, fun aspects to them as well. So like, why can't we use those in a bigger capacity and high level PVE content? Yes. Every season, not just the seasons that it appeals to. I don't know. And it also makes it harder to grind for weapons for PVE as well, because like, you know, one season you're like, okay, sniper, 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 because that's barrier and also top tier in my opinion for most high level uh, PVE content and then next season you can't use a sniper because you literally need to use the scout rifle and not a rifle so now you're grinding for scout rifles and like it's just
0: no I mean I there's, literally. there's a reason
2: I'm not a PVE main guys. no like... you get it like I
0: literally for I think it's solar weapon kills and I was like what do I and I was just looking at dim I was like oh I still have Tiku's divination there and I was using the thing I was like damn it this is still fun but I haven't used it all season because you can't use bows for anything And last season, bows were... I don't even remember what they were, but it it was something you would use for champions. It's like, oh, it was kind of in the lowdown or something. Yeah, it was probably Mm -hmm. barrier. And I was like, but I was using bows. And now I'm like, I've just been using like I've got a night watch. I've been using, and it's their way to kind of push you into using certain things. It's their way to freshen up the meta, but sadly, it's forced, so it doesn't feel as fun as if they introduce something new that was like, hey, this new weapon came out. Well, I don't usually use scout rifles, but that one looks cool. As opposed to you have to use scout rifles, it just feels Mm -hmm. bad, and that's just one of those. So yeah, master for me, I'm with you guys. I'm in no rush and i'm also not high enough which kind of takes yeah. to the last point is like did you do enough bounty seasonal challenges and put the hours in the worst part when we get to august 24th you're gonna have to grind it out again just to go do the same raid that you grinded out this season to do yep. that's the issue yeah. like oh you were close well try again and that's kind of one thing so yeah so yeah um i did <clears throat> want to get to the sandbox since i do have two uh Fairly solid Crucible players in here, to say the mm-hmm. least.
1: Fairly solid, yeah. Come on, I'm, not, I'm
0: trying to, I'm trying to Let's keep type you guys up humble. A little more
1: God tier, that's what God, I want to hear.
0: God tier yeah. Crucible players who are sandbox experts. They're rivalling the ways of Hercules and Fallout. Embrace <sighs> the numbers.
2: Mm-mm. No, no, I just no. don't think that's true. <laughs> I,
0: I think, think that's they're true. riding
1: our waves, but I'll take it.
2: <sighs>
0: gotcha. <laughs> No, but seriously, though, for the time that if you have, you guys have spent any time in Mm -hmm. PvP since the sandbox dropped. How's it feeling? What's feeling good? How are 120s? How's Dead Man's Tale? How are the big things that got changed? How's it feeling to you guys?
2: Um, So I just played yesterday for the first time. And was it yesterday? What day is it today? Oh, my gosh. Yes, it was yesterday. Yeah, I think I rated you yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was I played some comp and I played some sixes as well because I wanted to experience it in both. And uh, sixes, just a lot of GLs right now, but there were a lot more 140s in play. I was able to use my baby thorn again, which was really exciting. I was just kind of switching up loadouts constantly. Uh, Lightweight frame shotguns feel really good right now as well, since the shotgun changes. Mm. Um, And then I went into uh, comp and didn't see any DMT. I didn't come across DMT really at all. So I'm not too sure how that feels. I've never used it. I don't even have the catalyst. uh So, and then there were still a lot of GLs in comp, uh, and a lot of 120s still, 120s are still really powerful. I think they only got rid of like half a meter and they took five damage off per shot, something like that. And I used a 120 at one point and it still felt super strong. I also think the hitboxes, some of them are pretty large. (laughs) Generous. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um... But but yeah, it was really nice to see 140s out again. Um, I felt like a lot of the gunfights felt a lot better. Like, I just came out of a lot of games, even if we lost, feeling like it was a good game. Um, only came across one cheater yesterday in comp wow. after playing for like three hours, I think, which is pretty good. That's pretty hype. Um and yeah, Chappie still feels great. I'm really, really, really g- glad that I'm a Chappie main right now because <laughs> uh, slugs, slugs feel great. And um, but yeah, I would say that like overall, I think the changes are good. Um, I think that I in two weeks, I might be feeling differently once people kind of refigure out what the meta is again, because I think that's what happens when, you know, we get a new patch. They've changed a lot of things about some pretty prevalent weapons. Um, people are trying new things again. They're trying 140s. They're putting away their DMT and their GLs. They're, you know, experimenting with, like, different shotguns and slugs and precision frames or whatever, lightweight frames. And uh, they're trying out new things. And then, you know, once they figure out the meta, uh, that's when I think we'll really know how things are feeling again. Because um, who knows? Maybe people will realize that 120s are still really strong and they're going to put away their 140s again and that then everybody's just going to be on 120s. So... Like it's hard to know, but um, so far it's been. I enjoyed it yesterday. I think it was pretty good.
0: It's refreshing to hear. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Travis? You played much? or yeah. You been too swamped?
1: I am. I'm pretty swamped with uh, work, but uh, just the reviews and previews will not stop coming this season. But, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I did get to play a little bit on Tuesday, and my initial thought is, as I thought. Uh, I'm not super affected by the shotgun nerf because I'm using slug throwers. Yep, yeah, same. So that that's been awesome. <laughs> I've got uh, to learn those things. I'm terrible with mine. Oh, dude, it, it's honestly. it took me a
2: while. It's but like once you it get it, It oh. takes a
1: little bit. But once you get it, you're like, ooh, like you just have to kind of rethink the way. It's so much you're more satisfying too.
2: Yeah. Oh, you use Getting it so, that, so differently. Yeah. I went back to a yeah. I, I used my a lightweight frame yesterday, and I was like, oh, this is weird. But like once you like, it's just a completely different playstyle. Like yeah
1: yeah yeah so so that's been good for me it, it just means that i'm more competitive at close range and i don't have to worry about the low skill uh people using um whatever it's called of our fell winters uh people using fell winters uh, uh capping me which is great uh so it hasn't affected me that mm-hmm. much for dead man's tail i didn't really notice the nerf too much i only really fire hit fire when i'm when i'm really in trouble anyway so uh, or you know, because that means I'm out of shotgun, and I got way too close with my scout. So uh, that, that's usually a pretty pretty dire situation. They
2: only changed hip fire, is that correct? Yeah, they did a lot so. of stuff
1: to hip fire. Mostly the ads yeah, is they, still pretty standard. Yeah, okay. they they changed something to uh, the hip fire, but I, I haven't really noticed it a ton. So I I think Dead Man's Tail is still in a pretty good place. Um, but yeah, other it than should that, still
2: feel strong. Like I think it should still. It's an exotic. Sure. Like I, exotic. I do You're think it needs to primer. feel strong. Yeah. yeah that being said, it, I do think that like, like I like I said, I didn't use it. So did they change? I didn't even read what they did to it. Did they change the hitbox and the range? Uh, they, uh I know they the lowered fire? the they accuracy.
0: Lower the aim assist for hip fire specifically. Yes. Okay. And they like kind of took down the range help as well. So the farther okay, away okay. and the hip that's fire, kind of a, the less accurate you are. Yep. Those were yeah. Kind yeah of the that's what I was
2: hoping, and the reason you're probably not noticing anything either is that because you're a good player, like you still aim, like you still, <laughs> you know, like from what you're saying, from what you're saying, you play the game. But that's just <laughs> it. Is I think it was you could tell that there were a lot of people that were using DMT that they didn't have good positioning, their movement was crap. Like they you know, they're not actually regular PVP players that were getting flawless and 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 beating out those good players with DMT because <laughs>
1: yeah. It was sort of a crutch for a while there too especially during the stasis days i was just like all right you know screw it i'm just gonna stay far away from these damn guys throwing uh freeze nades at me and i'm just gonna you know two tap them exactly because the aim assist is so heavy but i'm one of those guys i I feel like aim assist hurts me more than it helps me on controller like i I, if i could turn it off i would to be honest yeah Uh, but yeah yeah no it's uh it's you know my 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 biggest pet peeve in destiny is when you're about to kill someone and then their teammate panic runs in front of them and your character
0: okay. <laughs> gets
1: you. Get, you get your amnesis uh, dragged to them. It's probably I worse on controller yeah, big time, yeah. It's brutal, like you, you're about I to shoot know. somebody and then their, their friend pulls your... Your aim assist, so you just automatically get like yanked to follow them, and you're like,
2: "Oh, that would drive me crazy."
1: Yeah, it's it's horrible, dude. It it I don't think it does it on PC on controller, but on on console it does it. And if I could turn it off, I would. I. Yeah. I
2: the other it, thing that I heard was that on console DMT wasn't as bad. Like, yeah, I heard it that it just it was always more balanced. It yep. always felt it, a little bit more balanced. Th- and that might yeah. be why I'm not noticing so, it, too. Because it's so oppressive on yeah. PC yes. that, like, the flinch, especially, like, you couldn't even, with the range, so essentially people would st- sit back with their DMTs and their Scytons and their Empowering riffs and they would just team shoot with DMTs and GLs, and it was, like... um You can't even try and snipe them because the flinch was so massive from even like you should be able to outrange a DMT. A little bit of flinch is obviously necessary, but it was just like they could still three tap you easy without having to aim. And there's they're behind the sightings. Like you just you just can't play against that. It created such passive gameplay. It was so boring. So boring um i don't think we've seen the last of it i do think people are just switching it up right now i'm curious to see what trials is like this weekend because jav does tend to be a pretty heavy dmt gl map uh for PC i don't think it'll be as much for trials i, re- so I really don't i'm curious mm the made mm-hmm. yeah i haven't watched it yet so or like played it yet but we'll yeah. see.
0: I dabbled in very yeah. little stuff, but nothing, nothing intense. But I, I will say I didn't notice nearly as much when it came to hand cannons. It actually seemed like there was a lot more variety. And these are, I guess, the nice times to play Crucible. As you said, when everybody's dabbling, when it's like, it yeah. what's going mm-hmm. on? Hey, this scout rifle might be good. You get killed by a gun. You're like, what the hell did I just get killed? I love those moments in Crucible when you killed by something you don't recognize. You're like, oh,
2: yeah. Totally.
0: That actually killed me. here's like, maybe I could try that or see if it's good. Or somebody's just having it. Like, you see somebody it's kill you funny. with a random bow and you're like, all right, that's fine. But. Yeah, those- I hate bows.
2: <laughs> okay. But it's so funny because I'm that person that like somebody kills me with like a random auto rifle. And you're like, I don't even know what that is. And I'm like angry because I'm like, they're just better than me at this point because they killed me with like a weapon that's obviously not meta. It's they're just good at the game. And oh, yeah. I'm angry that they're better than me.
0: <laughs> that happens to me all the time. I was like, you killed me. Yeah. That is not a. I got to get better. All right. That that makes perfect yeah. sense.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. But.
0: but no, it does seem from like what I've heard overall. I mean, I have heard Flack on Solstice being pretty empty and, you know, year three, fine. Master Vlog, people did videos, dropped their thoughts about that one. Sandbox, never really not seen anything. Now, Trials may have some feedback this weekend to see. But generally, like, that was the one piece coming out of this week that was actually positive when the other mm-hmm. two are yeah. kind of like, eh. Maybe not great. Old stuff. This is too hard. This is a waste of my time. Sandbox. Pretty good. And that's nice to actually do, hear both of you guys seeing decent stuff out of that. Yeah.
2: I do also think that there are some people in the community right now, which fair enough. They're just very checked out. They're very they they enter the game already, like with this preconceived, like frustration about the game and the sandbox and how it's playing and the cheaters, et cetera. So I do feel like those people sometimes have stronger voices than I think they should just because they come out being like still not worth it the game's still shit there's still cheaters blah 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 and they tend to be a little less rational about it and again honestly can't really blame them a ton like i know people are frustrated right now um but i do think we just need to like like it is about like kind of picking like like go in and like get your own experience with it like um because I did, I had some friends being like, oh, should I open up the game today? It's been about a month since I've played. And people are like, no, it's still not worth it. And here I am being <laughs> like, I don't know. I think it was pretty good. Like, I play this game regularly. I didn't take a break. And I feel like it was better. I felt like, you know, the games I was playing, there was more diversity in weapons. Like, I felt like I was actually getting into primary fights. Like, more crouchers around corners with their shotguns. But it's fine. Like, I can deal with that. Um, So, yeah, I do think it's... <laughs> There's definitely some people still very angry with the game and that's fine, but definitely I try to take those opinions with a grain of salt.
1: We just need more maps.
2: We just need more maps, man. We need more maps. That's more subs- maps.
0: They have to address that on the twenty if they I swear if they don't mention PvP on the twenty-fourth. You guys are actually going to lose your mind because if they don't yeah. talk about it like this is, you know, the showcase it's, of what's coming in the future and be like, if you don't talk about PvP there, people are honestly going to think you gave up or they're doing the lowering. other IP or it's just like I, every PvP person moved over to the other IP and we just have some weapon creators and that's it.
1: Like I, I might be losing my mind right now, but I believe the last time we actually heard them say something about the future of Crucible. Was the Vidoc when they separated from Activision? Do you guys remember that Vidoc? Yeah. They were talking about the future of the yeah. game, and there was that one liner like it, we're going to recommit where they said, ourselves, refocus, to renewed, we're gonna focus re-focus, on refocus. PvP. renewed
2: focus on PvP. Yes. That's the and line, I, and I yeah.
1: honestly don't think they have said a word about it since. I mean, Not what is it, 600
0: yet. days since a map or something? I mean, people have yeah. those counts, and its it sounds ridiculous, but it's going to be, since we're going to get the delay to 2022, it's going to be over, you know, basically two years since a PvP map. It's That's
2: already be, been over two years. Has it now? Yeah. Yeah, and it's been yeah. over two years. Yeah. And this is like when we're talking new content because like they've they've addressed you know um, imbalances between PvP and PvE. Like they've you know separated sandboxes in a few cases. Like so they've addressed like a few things in regards to um, just like playability of it yeah. and like maintaining it. But there has been yeah I agree I think there's been zero zero things said about new content for PvP like nothing.
0: It's like they need to do so. a stream or a Vidoc or something just about the future of Crucible. Just that's
2: so where you're at, like literally, just yeah. Yeah. just yeah, just, yeah. just yeah. like what what's are you working on? on? Like anything? Are you guys like still tweaking like major like spawn spots? Like what what's ha- Like are you still just like really working on the basics of PvP and like the way it is right now? Like is that what's keeping your attention? Like what what is there just no team? <laughs> like, is it actually non-existent? I think I don't they're know. working
1: on that other game. The PvP was <laughs> like just working the- on that other Bungie game.
2: Yeah, maybe. That's,
0: that's the big fear and wonder is that everybody moves somewhere else. Yeah. But if they don't keep talking about it, that's kind of one of those things. Like when it comes to a developer like Bungie, they can't show all their cards. A game could be four years out and they're like, Yeah, we're hiring people for something. It's like it's on like a whiteboard right now. It's not even anything we can talk about. Fair, but you also have to be like we are shifting our focus somewhere else. Like, you kind of got to be honest, especially PvP mains to a point. Transparency
2: is so important. Yeah,
0: like, you got to tell us, tell them something to be like, we are going to work on this. And that's what I was like, that's why I keep saying, like, Witch Queen continues to have a little bit more weight because you guys talk about this type of stuff. And then I'm like, if you don't do, like, if PvP doesn't get focused out there, people are going to be like, throw the desk over, I'm like, you know, I'm kind (laughs) of done. There's going to be moments where it's like, all right, I've waited long enough. It's 700 days and I can't get a PvP map and now there's no commitment. I'm out. Like, I feel like like, people are waiting for that type of stuff then.
2: (laughs) They've got such a loyal player base. Like Destiny 2 has such a loyal player base. People that play Destiny 2 and like play it all the time, especially their content creators, like stick with it. Like it's their main game, they love it. You know, like such a loyal player base, take advantage of the fact that your players are loyal and just be transparent with them. And if you, if if they have to be like, we don't have a team right now, you know, we are, this is what we're focusing on. At least our expectations are managed. And at that point, then we can say, okay, I'm less angry now because I'm just gonna go somewhere else. Like just yeah. rip the bandaid off for me now, honestly, like, if if and then at this point, I'm like, OK, well, I'm just going to play the current content until I'm tired of it and then go somewhere else. And that's like because regardless, they're going to lose players if they don't say something.
0: Yeah. You're and gonna, it's like you're going to be honest and and they'll at least kind of come to peace with it. Good, bad or otherwise. Or you're going to piss them off so much that they leave. And I feel like the second one's worse if you don't. And they're say not
2: going to want to support you in the future. Like, that's the thing is like you want to. Maintain your player base to the point where, like, you're like, I-, I appreciate knowing that. And now I can make a decision just based on the content that I have and the content that's coming or the lack thereof. I don't know. I just think transparency, especially with a, I mean, I mean, Bungie's like a small ish studio, you know, now that they've left Activ- Activision, like, I just think that transparency is really important and people want to support them so badly, but they just, they're giving us nothing. So yeah. it feels, it does, I think the PvP player base just starts to feel like, like if you don't care about PvP, just tell us. If you don't care about me, it's like a relationship. <laughs> like if you don't, what, if you just what, don't want to be with me. just over
1: here. It's not you. It's me. me
2: it's not just you. It's me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why tell us when they could show us over two years how much they don't care about us? Yeah, yeah. Why they're just not? having their
2: cake. They're just having their cake <laughs> and eating it too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. These people yeah. are still
1: playing
0: the same. We took maps away.
2: They're
1: still playing the old. They're maps. still playing. They're still suckers.
2: going. Yeah. How long we added stasis
1: and we didn't fix it for like a they're, year? They're just, they're just laughing <laughs> at us at this
3: point. Aww. And the sad thing, thing is, you know of the Destiny 2 yeah. community. Um,
0: the sad thing is, you know they know. That's why it kills you, because it's like they're yeah, so they data driven. They play the game. That's one thing I'll give them. They do play a lot, but it's like, how can so many people ask and want? And like Ascendant Nomad, he, hey, I built you how comp's going to work. And then you've got uh, Kujay putting stuff together for like subclasses and all these things. Nothing. And it's like, I know you have stuff you've got to do. And I think that's one of those points where, yeah, we're like, there's a lot of stuff that it is getting to kind of a breaking point. People, it's like seven years in the franchise. I've shot enough Fallen. Am I ever going to shoot anything else? Like, are we going to see a new race in the next three years? I'm kind of doubting it uh, that I kind of get, but you got to give us some, some freshness in the pieces of the game. The Gambit node on the directory feels like a joke. Like Crucible hasn't got love, but Gambit just like it got worse and kind of more useless. So,
1: but you still got to yeah. go play it though. Mm-hmm. I think we will get a new race to shoot at. I would love to, not in the Witch Queen, but in Lightfall. That'd
2: be interesting. That'd be exciting.
0: Yeah, would be nice to see some different enemy types, and not just (laughs) Takenify.
1: Well, yeah, I think the Taken will get a rework with Sabbath. Yes, I think that's 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 going to happen. That's the next move. Is they can do Taken versions of the new enemies they've already introduced that haven't Taken taken versions yet. Taken Brig, Taken Thydra,
0: Taken Yeah, Taken Uh, Wyvern, Yeah, Yeah. Thydra. Oh, call, them by,
1: call them by their Christian name, Yvonne. They're Phydrus. <laughs> Thydras,
0: I'm, I'm sorry. Phydrus
2: uh, scared the shit out of me. Oh my God. Imagine
1: Dude. a taken one. Ooh. What would a taken one even look like?
2: I would it do? For that. I'd, like the
0: taken oh. captains with their black floating ball of doom that like wraps around corners. I can't say in that one enough. I'm like, yeah. all right, now we've their got they Their little
2: like feathers. Ooh, they would like be like, oh, I'm yeah. picturing it now. So yeah, What, what is I its attack? Because it, right
0: now it's that like four or five pronged, like void, like it, it laser. It What's it going to do?
1: You, it, <laughs> <laughs> it freezes your enemy for five full, It freezes you. Oh, God. Oh, God. Now you're just.
0: Yeah. In a master, you're like, I've been frozen and I've been killed.
1: Like, if you get frozen in a high level content, you're done. It freezes and
2: then stomps on you. Yeah. It teabags you. It follows up
1: with a stomp move. Yeah. That would be horrible. And you just
0: see it like. Squatting and going up and down, they actually program a teabag <laughs> from an enemy in the game.
2: <laughs> that's, why, that's why they've got such massive thighs from all the squats that's they do. That's true. Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh my yeah. it's We just the discovered the origin
1: story. Oh. Yeah, obviously. Beautiful. Thyderas. Yeah.
2: They have to Thydra's be called Thyderas. they invented teabagging.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all those squats. Hashtag, yeah. do your so squad. Yeah, Hashtag don't I, skip I, leg day. Actually, is what I'm Don't I was skip to. leg day. Don't skip I leg day. I think
1: that that's the next thing we get is a re- revised version of the taken enemies through Savathun, and then we get something totally new for the last two years of Destiny uh, cool. as, as they enter that final stretch. Because so I haven't, like,
2: I haven't been around since like a new like yeah. Well, you, you really have Siva. You know, Like, like I, you missed SIVA, which is one of the big ones too. Yeah, I came in when like everything was already established. Everything. Yeah. Like.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. Even PVP wise, like well, I no, missed scorned. primary no. meta. No. The double well, primary meta. She came in after so. Scorn
1: was here because she was season. You of the came Drifter. in for Gambit. That's right. Season yeah, the, yeah, during yeah, Season... So you, and it was like you, end
2: end though. of season of the Drifter, I think. So damn.
1: Okay, yeah. So yeah. you've you've not seen any of them, but I mean season of the season of uh, I, what is it called? I can't remember. But Forsaken season. I can't remember mm-hmm. what that season was called. Was that even a season? Uh, Forsaken it must have been called something. Because I know Like. Well, season when of the came Forge came was out, after, yeah. but I
0: think Forsaken was just Forsaken, and then it was season oh, really? of the Forge. Okay.
1: Um, yeah. Think. Anyway, for Forsaken, that was that was not too long ago. It's th- three three uh, full expansions ago. Yeah. Shadowkeep. Yeah. So, uh, three full expansions ago. So, if they don't do one this year, it'll actually be the longest they've ever gone without giving us a new, uh,
0: yep.
1: a new mm-hmm. new uh, season race of the defensive. Outlaw.
0: Damn, he got me. Season See, album. I knew that. This I knew is why you season, have a chat. This nobody, is why you have a chat. Nobody ever
1: remembered. I there knew it is. Yeah. Season. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. So I, I think that we we have to get one. They can't just keep the sandbox in PVE exactly the same for like seven years in a row. That would be crazy. So uh, please fix yeah. your yeah. overload That's champions cool. while you're at it.
2: Yeah, that would be, be, be super great.
1: That'd be awesome. We're just great. get rid of champions because it's stupid and limits oh, the game. I don't yeah. know. I'm mm-hmm. Just a suggestion.
0: No, I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, if you could remove champions. The reason I don't mind unstoppables is because they don't get their health back. You can work them down, you can kind of control them. And especially
1: ironically the most stoppable of the champions. Like (laughs) very ironic ironically (laughs) the most stoppable of
0: the champions and then the yeah so yeah those that's because like if they didn't get their health like a barrier it's like okay so you miss the break you don't get like a damage bonus i could understand but when you're like oh i didn't get that one scout rifle shot off and had to reload full health bar i'm like
2: exactly oh that's just should be
1: if you don't break a barrier champion's barrier it should do like three times damage on you when it when it pulls down its barrier something like that you know where it's like
2: instead of healing yeah instead yeah. of
1: healing yeah it should just not heal yeah. and it should just get like a damage boost against you and like one shot you with the sniper bolts or something like that i think that would yeah. be better than because then it punishes you for not doing it without making it like okay you literally can't get through this because you didn't bring a scout rifle that had this one mod that you have to remember to equip and yeah and, and now you have stuff.
2: no special left because you just like drained your special trying to yeah. kill if you're this... using a special rifle yep. on and then it got all its health back and you're like okay well i can't yeah
0: that's like the annoying thing yeah oh man like yeah you weren't even around for the things of ammo synths. i'm sure you've heard of those but ammo <laughs> sense, ammo sense. <laughs> like because yeah you're at the point like no you can idea. get unlucky on heavy ammo drops in something high difficulty and you're like I'm just screwed. This is part of my loadout to set you up, do some damage, maybe polish you off with this. If I don't have the... And you have to, like, heavy is the only real way to do damage in master content. Sometimes you need that major thing to depend on because everything else is primaries. And then if you're out of heavy, you're like, I'm shit out of luck. Yep. Ammo sense
1: were a thing where you could go to the menu and you can use a consumable to gain all of that type of ammo back. Yep. So there were heavy ammo sense where you could just consume it and you would get all your heavy ammo. And so... In yeah. raids, it was literally just like, like a raid banner ever, on the right, go. for I, I, heavy. Everybody, defend me! I'm u- I'm hiding. I'm using a synth. Like, using a synth, take yep. like five seconds to get in there and use the consumable or whatever. But they uh-huh. took it out. Yeah, took
0: it out of the Took game. them out.
2: Was it, a, was it was it too much ammo economy? Like it, it, Yeah, I mean,
1: you basically got heavy whenever you wanted because you could just buy hundreds of heavy ammo. Sets, yeah, you get to a point where you had right, a, okay. a five-minute cooldown. Yeah, on they had each a cooldown that you use, so you can't just keep using them forever. But the reason they took it out is because. It is objectively not a good game mechanic to have it. Oh, the way you get ammo is you go to your menu and you use this item. Like, yeah. that's just not, uh, like what you want in a game. So they had to fix yeah. it. But I think the way they fixed it At the same time, is,
2: some of the RNG with the, the, the random ammo drops is yes. shit too. The so the way
1: they fixed it was terrible. The way they fixed it was, oh, let's make even more things based on RNG and Destiny and make ammo <laughs> a complete crap Like It would be nice if, like,
2: certain enemies, like, guaranteed drop ammo. Uh, they heavy did that. You started Destiny 2 too. And then at that point you actually know how to sparingly use your ammo Correct. too because you're like okay yes. this encounter so has it was was it or like majors.
1: Yellow majors bars? Yellow majors bars used to be guaranteed heavy ammo drops and yep. then they changed that to make it RNG. So they hmm. they've tried everything and they settled on one of the worst iterations of the ammo economy yeah, which is you can't even or complete luck
2: Another option, like, they could have, like, had mods that, like, guaranteed the ammo drops, too. Instead, it's, like, increases your chances. But instead, you know, it would be nice if we could, like, I would use up a mod slot to be, like, guaranteed heavy drops from, you know, uh, powerful powerful enemies. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Something of that category.
1: I think players probably shouldn't have to think about it. Like in any other game, mm-hmm. how often are you thinking like, oh, I got to like reserve this ammo and hope that I get another shot. Like, it's just such a ridiculous. Yeah. Games, you you're just like your swimming in ammo or just unlimited. Yeah. Or, or yeah, you, you at least get it enough where like, you're never like, oh, what if I, if I don't get ammo, I'm not going to be able to complete this encounter. It's just yep. impossible. So I might as well wipe. Like, yeah, that's never so, there, should be,
2: there should be already like enough challenging mechanics to the encounter that. Your Correct. ammo economy <laughs> should shouldn't be a mechanic. Be <laughs> <Yeah>. a mechanic.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. It should be challenging it's,
2: enough, even if you've got unlimited heavy. Like it the, should still yeah. be uh, difficult.
0: Famine is a modifier that tells you everything you need to know right there, because that's low ammo drops. And like Bungie ha-
1: loves that modifier. It's in <gasps> Halo too. I will never understand <gasps> why
2: it's yeah, in Halo not for, a fan. it's
1: Halo. It's optional, but it, you know, yeah. is that on so, like it, they? Double swords can, or whatever mode. You can activate skulls in Halo, yes. and so yeah. there, yes, this, there's a there's a there's a mode called Lasso difficulty, which is all the skulls are activated, and one of them is famine, which is one of the worst mods. It I'm sure it in that game, game, game it's awful. Yeah, well, yeah. Just, but I mean, in that game. You just pick up a different weapon because that's yeah. it's an arena shooter, so it's different. But they they love that mod. They put it in all their oh. games. <laughs> they love it.
2: Yeah, not a fan.
1: Well, I know our guest
0: has some. Uh, time with her clan coming up in the future, so we can probably mm-hmm. wrap it up there. But I did want to uh kind of give you a chance to first off say thank you for joining us. Um been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. We had some weird tangents we went off on, but they've been an Heck absolute yeah. blast. Yeah. Um but yeah it's like as we wrap up the show, it was like to kind of give our guests time, let everybody who listens to this on all the places it's gonna end up, where to find you, what you typically do, what they look for in your content and stuff like that. So this is basically the floor is yours to tell everybody what you got going on, where to find you and what you do. If they didn't gather from the last two hours.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I don't know. You know,
0: stuff. You know, stuff.
2: Yeah. Where stuff do we and see things. those booties shaking? Oh, yeah. On uh, Twitch. Uh, <laughs> yes. Twitch.tv slash very small hat. S.M.O.L. Uh, all one word. And uh, I will, I, I think we should take this moment. I'll tell the story about my name ah, because yes. you guys did want to hear that really quick. Yes. Uh, it's very simple. And actually, I'm going to bring up my ex again because when I first got into gaming, <laughs> I had come up with a name. From him.
3: I can never get away from guy. him. I can never get
2: away from him. And <clears throat> his, his name was actually Large Hat. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to become Small Hat. And so that just became my name was just Small Hat.
1: Well, now I hope I never break up with my girlfriend.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Twitch, it was, uh, Small Hat is taken on Twitch. So I became Very Small Hat and I was able to get Very Small Hat on all of my platforms. So if you need to find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, um, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch, all of them, uh, it's just Very Small Hat. It's all the same name. Uh, There's no fancy uh, things in there, just...
0: No underscore yeah. one or anything.
2: Nothing. <laughs> just uh, clean. So apparently, it's a very unique name. Yeah. Uh, Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so that's really where it came from. There's no crazy story behind there being an actual small hat. Um, but when people ask about it, I just say it's hat so small you can't even but see it.
1: Did your so. boyfriend have a large hat? That does that at yeah. least have Where's an origin? Where's the hat? Where's the hat come from
0: for him? Yeah.
2: Basically his theory was you take and when people are like I don't know what to name myself name something he's like okay you take an adjective and you give it like uh or so you take a noun and you give it an adjective and that's that's your name. So Got it could it. be like it could be like uh stinky pickles or like That opens uh, a whole
0: different discussion right there. angry dog fresh
2: socks Fresh socks like, sounds
0: better than stinky pickles. <laughs> If the Stinky pickles, fresh, pickles are in the Fresh Socks.
1: Stinky Pickles sounds way more like a gamer tag than it Fresh does. Socks,
3: though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just faced off in
0: Stinky Pickles, and, and I got teabagged by Stinky pickle.
2: <laughs> yeah, 100 I don't know. Fresh, fresh Socks sounds like it would start more conversations, though. Just saying, stinky pickles. People would be like, "Okay, fair." Yeah, like, fresh pickles socks. are kind of stinky. Fresh socks, though. Like, I do
0: laundry um, a lot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was his theory, and that's like so. Yeah. Anyway, so nice. that's where my name came from. It's really nothing crazy. It's kind of awkward when people are like, "Oh yeah, where's your name come from?" And I'm like, "Oh man, that like is, it just happened. You, it just you, happened." I am. Unfortunately, you, you branded yourself with yeah, your you're ex. You're branded and it's
1: based on just yeah. this random thing. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it really is. And he was like you need to change your name and I was like <laughs> I have a little Brand bond.
1: Uh, <laughs> so you didn't even change your so name. Yeah, you... He changed
2: his name. <laughs> he well, did. Because, I mean, I kind of. I, he did. Oh. I kind of wow. took the whole hat concept, so it's fine. She concept. basically kicked
1: him off you of ran his own this throne, boy out of his own territory.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, poor is beautiful. guy. Terrible Amazing. person. But uh, but no, it. it's cool. It's cool. He wasn't that upset about it. It was it was chill. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, That's so great. very small hat on literally all my platforms. I'm very active on Twitter. That's where people can find whether I am going live or if I'm taking the day off or whether I'm going to the gym or I don't know. That's that's where my life is on Twitter. Uh it's really sad to say. Awesome. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, I I I I don't stream super consistently right now, but that's okay. Uh I play mostly PVP on stream. Destiny 2, hopefully going to be playing more Halo. Um but yeah, that's I don't have anything super exciting coming up. I'll be honest. I'm chilling right now, um, doing PV- some, a lot PVP of PVP plans. Yeah, nice. PVP and chill.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, eventually, planning on starting on YouTube, but it probably won't be gaming oriented. So, yeah, um, yeah, hmm. cause, yeah.
0: It's all about those squats.
2: All about the squats. So actually, I'm planning on packing up my life and traveling North America next year. So, uh, I oh, won't be taking be like... my gaming setup with me. So, it'll be like a travel vlog probably. Okay. Um, Interesting. Yeah.
0: I actually have yeah. a brother in law who did the live out of a van slash mini tiny RV thing for about a year. Or so,
2: that'll be me. Crazy. Yeah. I'm planning on doing it for about six months to a year, depending on how it goes. And That's crazy. Uh, it'll, I'll, I'll get a little trailer. I don't know I am I live I'm I'm alone you know I'm gonna I'm planning on getting a dog in the next like six months I'm adopting a dog and it's just gonna be you're me lone, my dog not
1: alone uh yeah like a lone like a lone uh hero traveler you know? yes. yeah Tra- like lo- a lo- not lone not alone you can't say alone lone or traveler. She's, like, oh, the okay? lo-
0: she's gonna be the lone Canadian in America I mean
2: I'm kind Canadian of I'm Ranger. kind of alone too but it's fine <laughs> Up well, here you're, in Canada all by my lonesome Your dog oh, will
0: lonesome. your dog will be great company. Yes.
2: Very very lone not. hat. I agree. Very, very,
0: very, lone, very lone hat. hat. <laughs> that should be <laughs> your YouTube channel. That should be a. very
1: perfect. lone hat.
0: <laughs> oh very man
3: yeah. What the do you do? Well, I'm lonely a very small and I, hat. somewhere, well
0: actually, oh, when you do your travel blog, you can take this one. You need to buy a tiny hat and where they do people, you know how people take like figurines and other things they take pictures all over the world with them? You That's need to right, take yeah. tiny Ooh, hats it. all over your travels and take pictures
1: right. of your tiny hat with and you. And you. you can put Sounds little good. tiny hats on a map to show all the places you've been. Yes. That's
2: adorable Perfect. too, look at that. Perfect. You know when See? you think about it, like little pins actually kind of look like a hat. Exactly. Like, yeah, little, little top
1: hats Yeah, everywhere, there yeah, you go. Little
2: top hats. Perfect. You just
1: got your branding all figured out right here live from that's that's what's what we do. So productive. (laughs)
2: Solved
0: your solved your next year's uh needs. We're good.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're hired. My uh marketing manager is perfect. There we go.
0: Yes. The last word podcast slash very small marketing team. (laughs) (laughs) Marketing. Very small
2: marketing team. Yeah. Perfect. Big
0: brain, small marketing. Here we go. (laughs) Uh, uh yeah awesome yeah. well travis i know you've been busy and that's the fun thing about you is like hey what are you working on can't tell you until later <laughs> you like, tell you,
1: unfortunately for most of it i can tell you some of it so um i'm reviewing uh legend of zelda skyward sword for ign <laughs> that game comes mm-hmm. out next week uh my review will probably be late because i got the code last night oh uh <laughs> which is not not when you want to receive a code for a 40 hour So the game game, uh, Comes out, but that that one should be big. Um, I'm also working on the Ace Attorney game, which comes out at the end of this month. So I have a lot of time to work on that, thankfully. And then I'm previewing an upcoming MMO and an unannounced game that is going to be. I think it's I think on Tuesday I'll be able to talk about that. But it, it's gonna be really cool. A game I'm excited for. So I get to uh, I get so, yeah. to look for something on Tuesday from On Tuesday, yeah. So I'm you can excited. find all that on IGN.com. You can follow me on Twitter at TyGuyTravis. I've never heard of that website,
0: and by the way. Can you spell it again? Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> IGN No no the other one the other one. Yeah. That's IGN. The three letters. I, I, I missed IGN. those. IGN. I- yeah. dot
1: yeah small, it's a small indie <laughs> outlet the i stands for indie G-E-N-E-N-N. independent
0: gaming entertainment
1: <laughs> that's it that's it um yeah so you can find it there uh, you can find me on twitter at tie travis and i'm also on this show sometimes i'm on other shows sometimes and uh yeah i'm all over the the, the web these days you can also just google me i found out if you google tag travis or travis northup, you get All the stuff you need to know about. Yeah, when I did your intro. Yeah, don't
2: Google me. don't Google me. Don't Google Don't Google <laughs> very don't small hat. You just get a bunch of weird
1: Amazon recommendations for hats yeah, you should buy. You know, just, yeah, I just
2: don't recommend just it. Now everybody's
1: minute. gonna go Google it and they're be like, oh, I see oh, why you said don't Google. I didn't it. know she
2: had an OnlyFans. Okay. Yeah. This is oh, uh, This is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's harassed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, they have to
1: they have to pay to get to that. Okay. So at least you're getting monetized. <laughs> this hey, you got
0: you have to support this lady's travels. She needs to get her travels in, so support hey. this woman.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, you actually have now made me afraid of of if my girlfriend and I ever broke up because mm-hmm. my gamer tag on everything is Thai Guy Travis. So as a joke, now that she games on Xbox a lot more because she's with me she made her gamer tag Ty Girl Travis," which makes no sense. Wow, that's all. Yeah. Oh,
2: she's, <laughs> she's totally a, gonna keep her yeah, name. I like hope, you, I hope you're up. engaged
1: to her before she got that
0: name because she's stuck oh, now. Oh man. I okay, but it's, it's super cute. Yeah. So like, when, like when, we
2: were t- when we were together, we had like the, it was large hat, small hat. People thought it was the best thing ever. Like he oh, was one of my mods, right? while you together. They yeah? loved it, they loved it. And now it, the people, and then after we broke up, it was all, wait, where's large hat? Where's like, cause it was like a, and I was like, there's only a small hat now.
1: <laughs> There's only a there no small large hat. hat. There Awkward is discussion. So <laughs> Moving on. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. she
1: becomes a famous streamer, I might have to change my tag. Yeah, not <laughs> rough. You, you rough. might have to that change. That would
0: hurt. See, the problem is, Thai guy Travis, he only literally wears ties or suits or anything. He's going to have to change his entire wardrobe. Yeah. yeah if he breaks branding. up. I'll be a different person. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What <laughs> would you rebrand know. to? Like, yeah. like, uh, Oh, um,
0: breakaway <laughs> pants, Steve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't I know. I changed my name. <laughs> I, want to too. I had to change my first name. You have to oh, change it. she's she's <laughs> high girl
0: Travis. You gotta change uh, it all, babe. I gotta change it all. Oh
1: god she stole my name from me.
0: That's a messy split-up. I'm telling you, you gotta go put a ring on it, otherwise you're in you're in trouble, man.
2: Yeah, yeah it's gonna be I'm like work, uh,
0: I'm working I'm working on it. We're just gonna on.
2: come up with so many alternative names for you, like hoodie boy Henry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh i'm gonna I, i'm gonna have to just You're intro. Welcome. he gets a new intro every week now <laughs> any week he's on this show he's gonna have a new name thank you for this gold mine i appreciate it
3: so much <laughs>
0: Uh, Uh, Travis will become uh, I lost my tie in the divorce Travis
1: (laughs) 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 I'm actually Uh, crying
0: now that that was actually a good laugh Uh, that's hilarious great Uh, well for me I'm uh, Ivantis everywhere YouTube Twitch Twitter you guys know where to find me that's pretty basic I always like to shout you guys out if you made it this far you know where to find me but please go follow Sarah very small hat awesome creator she's gonna be clicking some heads in PvP Find Travis on typically Twitter and he's gonna be shouting out his IGN reviews. But go check out that tiny site, IGN. They do things about games and stuff. So they're you know, kind of cool. Uh but yeah, for episode 157, I think we kept you a little long, but I think we definitely ended on a hilarious note, so it was worth getting <laughs> here. So thank you very much. Uh, all of you guys, I gotta go find somebody to raid, because it was like the end of the stream sending the love over to somebody else. So if you got any recommendations, Sarah, that you want me to send to anybody playing right now.
2: That you would uh, let like me to take
0: see? take a look. I typically try and keep it in the Destiny community.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do have... Um, one of my clanmates are online.
0: Absolutely. What do you got?
2: Maddox. Maddox oh, is online. absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, M-A-D-D-O-X.
0: Is Yeah, I was on... Um, what is the podcast? He does? Destiny Nerds? Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was like trying that with him a
0: little while ago. So
2: perfect.
0: Beautiful. Well, guys, go say hey to Maddox for us. And if you guys know anybody who wants to get entertained by some ridiculous Destiny conversation, you'll see this on my Twitter, on my YouTube channel, and then also on Iron Lords podcast. Shout out to Cognito. Iron Lord's podcast, Lord Cognito, that man is everywhere and he's too big in his britches for us now. So (laughs) I don't know how much you're going to be seeing him, but he'll be back every now and then. So for episode number 157, thank you, Sarah, for joining us. Travis, appreciate the co-hosting, sir. And for this episode, it's been. The last last word. word.